Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't mind, yeah. As long as y'all are back by eight, doesn't matter to me. Okay, well, you keep, you stay safe and don't do anything stupid. And make sure that you're back by eight. And I love you, darling. And I'll see you then. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Bye. Oh, shit. What's up? Hey, how Walker. you doing, Detective Wagstaff? How you doing? It's good to see you. Yeah. Hey. Good God. Big man on campus over here coming in a little bit late, about 20 minutes late. Buddy, you don't <laughs> even know. I got tossed around by these kids last night. Stole my squad car. You know what they did? Drove, huh? it, drove, the, drove my squad car to my ex-wife's house. Honked on the horn all night long. Wouldn't let her give it fucking a minute of sleep. So it's uh. We had kids in my neighborhood do that a couple years ago, and they would take your vehicle, they put it right in the driveway, and they flash those brights right up against the garage door. No. And shit. I have sensors in my garage that look towards the door from the entrance of my garage. We call it the garage hole door because it's a smaller door. Yeah goes right from the garage into my kitchen or my it's more my it's more like a bathroom slash kitchen and i have sensors right that go through that garage door no shit so that sensors lit up the sides of that and those kids would flash those brights like bam 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 and it would turn off those sensors and so we had a whole thing with the hoa to talk to try to basically try to figure out whose kids it was because we thought first it was somebody coming in from outside the neighborhood but it was just the kids in the neighborhood so you know, they say oh, only people more powerful than a couple of you and me. HOA, brother. That's what they say. <laughs> you get oh, that? gosh, are we live? We're live. Okay, so, guys, hey, what's up? What's going on, guys? We're live. Oh. It's episode 80 of Skeleton Realm Live. It's Wednesday night at 8. We hope you guys are here. Uh, not too mad at us. Uh, Detective Wagstaff was a little bit late tonight. Uh, he's usually not so late. It's about 8.20. Oh, God, what is it? 8.24. So, sorry, guys. We will be giving you a full show tonight that goes super long. <coughs> super <coughs> fucking long. Um. <coughs> oh, shit. All right. Is that you? Yeah, that was me. So Put, put a uh, dollar in, brother. Put a dollar All right. in the shot jar. Good. Okay, guys. So, welcome to Skeleton Realm Live, episode 80. We'll get to in a moment the what we like to call the elephant in the room. We got a $10 from Fenton Perrette. It says Super Chat from Pixelite saying Super Chat from Stephanie saying Super Chat from Sam saying Doug, I love those lips. Lovely pink lips. We keep our lips pink. We keep those lips nice and pink. We make sure they're pink, uh, flush with blood. We chew a lot of gum and we chew a lot of stuff like that and get our lips pink. So thank you very much. So guys, tonight... You might notice we, we couldn't give you a regular show tonight, and for that, we apologize. It's a little bit of a special kind of show. Uh, it's a back to the basic. We're going to do as much as we can to keep it a back to the basic show. Uh, but we're going to have, uh, you know, just we're going to try to give you what we want to give you. We'll kind of get into it in a minute, What we're, uh, what's going on with us this week. Because uh, typically in a situation like this, or typically we'd like to let everybody know. And what we live by is that honesty is the best uh. policy. And typically what we would like to do is make sure that some of the community, we engage with the community, uh, understands that for what we're doing, to be totally upfront with them and to say, hey, this is what we're all about. This is what we're working with, what we're all about. And so we put it all out there honestly. 
and just to make sure that the whole story is told and just to have all the details. So that's, we're going to get into that in a moment. But guys, tonight we got crooks with hardcore intentions. Woo! That's our first guest. Crooks with hardcore intentions. Now, some of these guys are tough. Some of these guys are less than tough. Guys and girls. Guys and girls. Guys and girls. Guys and girls. A lot of different types of crooks on tonight. All different types of crimes and everything else. We're getting real excited about that. Maybe a crook that might... Uh, what? What we might have picked up uh, behind the mall by the dumpsters. Oh, jeez. Is that you? Yeah. Put it in. Let's get a shot of it. Guys, after that, we got pasta chefs. Woo. Now, this is big. Now, this is cool. Uh-oh, he's falling. Ugh. Pasta chefs. Pasta chefs from the downtown center. Now, the municipal building that we're usually at, you know, when we're doing the lunch break, if I'm not out and I'm here, uh, I'll be at the main municipal center, and I don't want to knock the chefs there. I don't want to knock some of the food they're doing, but it's not like the pasta chefs at the downtown center. The downtown center is where you get the really good pasta stuff on pasta day. Now, if it's hamburger, pizza day, hot dog day, I'm not interested in... in, in you know, rating those against each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm following. But on a pasta day, I'm always at the downtown center. So these are the pasta chefs from the downtown center. If you can get yourself a meal ticket on a pasta day, like a Tuesday or a Thursday, usually Tuesday or Thursdays. Uh, so guys, after that, we got the doo-doo thief. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Put one in the jar, brother. Got me. This thing, they the don't jar. have safeties on this sucker. I know, they should put one on that one. That's the one that you need it for. Oh! Okay. <laughs> so, guys, after that, we got the homicide unit from Lorm County using our facilities. Uh-oh. Okay. Now, homicide from Lorm, again, it's kind of like the chefs at the, uh, the other, the other, uh, the other, Kind of like the chefs at the pasta at the, at the other. I don't want to talk smack on Lorem Homicide. Lorem we'll Homicide done great work. But let's just say, you know, to some of us, uh, the Henderson case that came out of there that landed on our desk speaks a lot to their capabilities as a homicide unit. And I'm not saying that they... I'm not saying that they necessarily need to go and get retrained and go through the whole thing again, rigmarole. But what I am saying is, uh, we cleaned up a mess, and uh, that's not forgotten. And we like to get into some good nature. I mean, Goat Bender says, the way you chew gum is uncomfortably accurate. It's called Bullseye Doug for a reason, huh? <clears throat> Shot. <laughs> okay. That gets the blood I'll give moving. you a pass on that one for the jar. All right. Yeah, well, if we do it together, we don't owe anything to the jar. He's shooting the gum. Shooting All right, guys. I'm sorry. After that, guys, this is big. Now, this is real exciting for me. And some of you guys out there who might be interested in sports. Uh, might be a little interested. <laughs> so, guys, we got recruiters from SEC universities. Uh, not every SEC university. I love SEC football. Uh, I have since I was a kid. Uh, it's just big in our house. and um, Something that we love getting together, talking about, enjoying. 
Uh, I played uh, in school, uh, not in college level, not at a high school level, uh, uh, not at more, uh, not at a middle school level, but a pee wee level. Um, and so I do have a love of the game, and I love SEC football. If you're in the South, you're in Atlanta, you and you don't like SEC football, well, you might be a boring conversation. Woo! So we got top recruiters, but I think we've got some different schools around the region, but not all of them. So if, you, if, you, if you're a big Georgia fan, I don't think somebody from Georgia's coming. For instance, typically in, that situ- typically in that situation, we'd like to just be honest about that. So after that, guys, we've got uh, legal counsel for each viewer. Now, guys, if you're in the chat right now, you are innocent until proven guilty. If you're a chatter, if you're a key realmer or somebody in the chat that uh, is brand new, well, uh, you are innocent until proven guilty. So, And you are entitled to a legal defense. Now, if you've hired your own attorney in the chat, that's great, too. We love that and support that. And we just want to let you know that before you super chat, anything that you super chat can and can and will be used against you in the court of law. And if you're if you're willing, totally willing to talk to us via the super chat, super chat, or just as a regular chat, uh, you know, we'd be happy to talk. We'd love to talk. We'll talk all day long. Uh, the Miranda's circuit out. But you are entitled to. You do not have to speak with us. You do not have to send a super chat. You do not have to send a super chat. But if you do, guys, we've got legal counsel for each and every viewer. That's big for us this year. That's big. Yeah, and that's uh, that's not something that, you know. As a former lawyer myself, you're not allowed to be a cop and a lawyer at the same time, Doug. Yeah, so I right. hang yeah. up my bar, break the bar, yeah. pick up the badge. But uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, I love many, you know he's so you, smart. How many badges you got? Book smarts. I've only got one. Oh God, he got a second one, didn't he? Ah! I fucking love this thing. <laughs> I fucking love this. So guys, after that, we got the mayor. Super chat from Pixelite, I killed the Gorge. Super chat from Fallout 1100, I killed a nun at Burger King five years ago. Oh! We have some. <laughs> there are files in here that might pertain to that. So. Break it open. the Fallout 1100? Fallout 1100, if you could super chat, maybe that was $2. Maybe send us a $10 with your legal name. If you'd like to, uh, just so that we can be more, you know, who are we talking to? Who's that legally that we're talking to? Maybe you're, a, maybe the the precinct, the, the county that you'd be associated with your address and where you're currently located would be nice too. After that, guys, we got above the law, Sharon. We've heard of Sharon Osborne. That's a fun Sharon that we've known from the years, but we haven't heard of above the law, Sharon. Sharon thinks she's above the law. So Sharon's going to come on to talk to us about some of the uh, stuff she's been getting into being above the law and being at that higher status as a citizen, uh, being at that area way up there where she is above the law. That's, I think that's cool. Yeah, you could get a little hotter on, the, hotter on, that, on that mic. Just, just so Pump me. There we go. That's yeah, the, I got to talk now like this. Come to expect. I got it lined up today, guys. I got it nice and lined up with the goat. I got it kind of high and tight. I don't usually get it so high and tight on the sides. But uh, tonight I got it lined up. So Let's see that? Turn that. Uh, turn the. Turn sideways. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's good. So we do typically in in a situation like this, we do typically like to get it 
a little bit tighter. Um, basically, what we do is we get it lined up as tight as we can, and we ask for oh, okay. Uh, we ask for um, the hairstylist or the barber, whichever it may be, whichever the case may be. We ask them to line it up as tight as they can. <laughs> Zorg for one ninety nine says I I tooted and blamed it on the dog. <laughs> Sweezy says, what's Jorm Tracy's case file look like? Oh, we typically boy. wouldn't talk about a case file with somebody uh, in, the, in the chat. Conflict of interest? Yeah. Conflict of interest? In a and typically we wouldn't do that. Dan Levine says, I popped in Georgia and now I want it. So, Dan, we might take a look at you back here. Is this Dan? Let's see. Cover your face. I don't know. Jerry's out. I don't know. That, that's what? not our call, Doug. We don't, we don't have to make those calls. That's right. That's not the. Right. That's not the duty of our, of our duty. Uh, we just put them in a box, and then the jurors get to the in the jury box. That's a box as well. How many boxes? It's it's just about checking boxes, and and uh, and the problem pumping. is yeah. When you yeah. take it home with you, you when you can't turn it off, when you can't turn off the police mind. That's when there's a problem, right? It's a police mind and a criminal mind sort of similar in the sense that it's like a cat and mouse game. So they're opposites. Julia says, uh, Sam's, Sam's beat red off the Jameson. Doug is stark white. Jameson, excuse me. I didn't see nothing. Huh? It's called well, the... I'm going to fault you, bro. Hey, listen, hey. What? I'm not going to tell... I'm not going to tell anybody. Okay? How would you start now, huh? But I'll just, you know, be careful with that. You gotta put that, leave that low. The, you know what? Shit storm, how many fucking reports I gotta do. I gotta do this on the stream. We're doing a stream while work. Got two fucking jobs right now. And I'm gonna be buried in this paperwork bullshit doing these reports all whole fucking stream. So excuse me if I wanna get a little loose and have a little fun. So cheers to you. Cheers. Guys, after that, we've got. First offenders. Now, some of y'all in the chat might be first offenders. Some of y'all might be second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. Um, but we've definitely got some first offenders here. And we typically in a situation where we do have a first offender, it's not such a big deal. You know, man, it's like, hey, a little bit of weed? A little bit of weed? I don't care about that, dude. Just tell me. We got bigger shit to fry. A little bit of weed? Just tell me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm not worried about that, dude. Start being honest. A little bit of weed, a little bit of weed. And that's not what I'm worried about, dude. Unless they... We can deal with that. We can deal with that. A little bit of weed, we can deal with that. I'm talking about something else. I'm a detective. Be honest, or we're going to bag you for that weed. I need to know where weed. you are. It's not, because what I'm saying is, if it's weed, if it's a little bit of weed, a little bit of weed, that's one thing. But if you're saying, something, something not that, you weren't there that night. If it's a little bit of weed, that's okay. Yeah. Now we're now we're teleporting. Now, okay. At first, it was a dime bag of marijuana, a couple grams, Doug. A little bit of weed. Which in Atlanta is decriminalized. So uh, at first, it's that. It... Sorry. Go on. Uh, but then now you're teleporting around. Your alibi's fucked. What are we supposed to do, Doug? I mean, Blightner, pardon me. Just start getting the fucking. That's Detective Blightner. Guys, after that, we got. Ticket receivers. We've seen some of those on the highway going down really quick. 90 miles an hour down the highway, 110. Yeah. Imagine seeing that. I Sometimes I'm going down the highway, 75, 85, go as fast as I can. If I see somebody pull up on the shoulder, I go, uh-oh, he's getting a ticket. 
He's getting a ticket. He or she's getting a ticket. Oh, gosh. So we got all of them on the show tonight, guys. A lot of tickets have been given out this week. And uh, we got a lot of ticket receivers this week. After that, guys, we got the basket pumpers. So, Pete, these are individuals that do typically uh, enjoy woven basketry, creating a woven basket uh, aesthetic in their home or office, using woven baskets to create basket art. We might call it basket art, woven art. Uh, baskets are useful for many cases. I've gone on and on about my use of baskets in my home for home storage, but I've also used baskets for all sorts of stuff. So, guys, we just love baskets, and so we've got basket pumpers. These are individuals who pump baskets. Yeah. After that, guys, we got the canine poop scoopers. Now, who's been on canine duty before? Now, Wagstaff. Yeah. When you were on canine duty, where'd they put you? They put you in the training position, uh, giving out the treats and they enjoying the doggy, animals? They put me doggy style and fucked me all night long, Doug. That's what they did. Okay. Dirty. He gets dirty, guys. When I get put on uh, canine unit, I'm always getting the poop scooper unit. And I understand that I'm not, I'm not trained to deal with a canine. And that was not part of, typically, that was not part of my training. So for me, I don't understand exactly all the ins and outs. And my heart goes out to some of those canines and those guys. They work so hard. And I love the canines. I'm a dog person. My wife's a cat person. I'm a dog person. I know. I know how it is. A cat in a dog house, right? Uh, but I love dogs. So I always have a chance when I see the canines, I want to go say hello, give them a pet. And they say, back up, back up. This is a trained dog. This isn't your house pet dog. Now, chill out. And I say, can I come work for you guys for just a day? And they're like, sure, you can scoop the poop. And I take them up on that offer. I go down and I scoop the poop. So to me, it is an enjoyable part of uh, the job and enjoying hanging out with some of those canines. Guys, we got a super chat. Robert Casey says, what you know about I-75? What you know about I-70? I-71? I-71? That's fake. We're in Atlanta, Georgia, so we do typically use I-75, I-85, downtown connector. Typically, we're on that. Uh, typically, if we're going up to Gwinnett County, uh, or up, up towards that area, we're going on I-85. If we're going up towards Cobb, we're going up towards, uh, you know, up there, we're going up towards Cherokee. Uh, we're going to take 75, going up towards Woodstock, Etowah sort of area. Uh, if we're going down south, we'll take 75. We'll take I-85 going down to the airport. If we're going down towards uh, Alabama, uh, down towards Carrollton, Noonan, we'll take 85. But if we're headed towards more Jonesboro area, we'll take it down to McDonough. We'll, do, we'll go down 75. Yeah. Guys, after that, we've got the Bucky's manager, Tim Edwards. My family loves Bucky's. <laughs> he, already, he already knew what kind of question I was going to ask. Who loves Bucky's? Guys, we went to Bucky's. They just got a few in Georgia now. Uh, and so, whenever we're going down, speaking of traveling, whenever we're going down towards. Uh, if we, go, we like to go down toward, to Florida and the Panhandle. Uh, we'll go towards uh, 75 South. We'll go down towards Warner Robins, down by the Air Force Base. I got a cousin that works on base. And we'll always stop at the Bucky's there now that they've got it, which is so cool. And they got one up towards. So we always stop at Bucky's and just hang out. And uh, some of that great stuff. The kids love it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the bill at Bucky's going, oh gosh, okay. But I'm about to remind myself when we check out, I go, we're on vacation. You know what I mean? So we get pastel colored shirts with restaurants on them that say, uh, Parrot Parrot Cafe, Key West, but they sell it at a Bucky's that's pastel. You get a 200 Just to get in the mood before we get to Florida. $200 bath towel. Gronkster says, I talk during silent reading. All right. So, guys, 
Uh, after that, we've got members of the Salty Dog Cafe Company Bar. Salty Dog Cafe. Uh, love their t-shirts and their, some of their stickers. Uh, I put the sticker on the car. I have a, uh, there's a 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee. And I have the whole family on the back and a Salty Dog to match. My wife loves the long sleeve pink pastel Salty Dog shirt. And my son, well, we won't talk about him. <clears throat> but my daughter, Abby, loves the pastel lime green Salty Dog Cafe shirt. Be thankful she likes colors at I all. I know. At all. I know. Okay, we'll get into that later. After that, guys, we got uh, Oakley representatives. Oakley's another great brand that we like to pick up at the Bucky's. After that, guys, we got Skechers Men's Footwear Advocates. Skechers is a great brand. Uh, if I'm looking for something that's going to, if I'm going to be on my feet all day, and let's be honest, at this job, we're on our feet all day. Yeah. I want something that's going to keep my calves not so activated all day. I want to be relaxed and comfortable, and I don't have, I have flat feet. Honestly, Tom, I got flat feet. So, I like the Skechers with great arch support. I do put a Dr. Scholl's in there just to make sure that my feet are getting all the support they need. Because um, that's important to me, guys. It's important to keep your body uh, pumped and hard, and hard. It's important to be hard. Who's after that? After that, we've got, oh, this is cool, HorsesFromHorse.com. Oh, shit. Yeah, HorsesFromHorse.com. If you're in the market for a horse, uh, Check out horses.com. Horse.com is a great site for buying and selling a horse if you're interested in getting rid of one or picking one up. Go to horse.com. After that, guys, we've got a community engagement crew. Now, this is a big part of the job we don't talk about is uh, community engagement, community barbecues, getting together and grilling up some hot dogs and burgers at the park. Typically, we'll go to a park that just has got one of those um, cement pads in it with a gazebo mm -hmm. with a tin, green tin roof. And we'll just bring out the smoker and lots of Oscar Mayer hot dogs. Yeah. And we'll say, guys, free hot dogs for the entire community. And everybody come out. It's such a great way to get to meet the community. And we'll, you know, wear the uniforms, hang out, and uh, just enjoy the day, enjoy the sun, and have a community engagement. So these community engagement leaders help will aid in that process. Touche says, I jaywalked twice today. You know what that means. So we do know Touche's information. We do know his legal. We got his it's SSN. Not, so we, we got bigger that, that shit might, to fry. So, and he he now for Touche's a, a, attorney, and for the judge, that was clearly volunteered info. I and we told him he didn't have to tell us anything. So just so you guys know, I I, I got bigger shit to fry. After that, guys, we got poopy. Poopy from the toilet. <laughs> Let's get clapped in the chat for that one. And guys, after that, we got twin maniacs on the loose. These are twin maniacs. These are terrible felons. So, guys, we're so late this evening, and it's been tough for us being late. And I know that there's been a huge elephant in the room, and it's where the heck are y'all? What are y'all doing? What's going on with y'all? What am I looking at? What the fucking hell is going on? Fuck you guys for being 21 minutes late. And listen, I understand that. I hear that. And, uh, you know, if I was in y'all's shoes, I'd be thinking the same thing. Getting pissed, getting angry. And, yeah. and and people do crazy things when they're angry. They do crazy things when they're angry, don't they? You know what I mean? And that doesn't define them. What they did in that moment when they got angry doesn't define them. 
but what happens from here on out can define us. And so what happens from here on out, being honest about how we felt, the chat being honest about us being late for 21 minutes, that's how we can move forward and define ourselves and not think about the past and what we did in the past. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes. Officer Wagstaff, Detective Wagstaff make mistakes. But it's what we do from here on out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm sorry. So I wanted to just address, cheers to that. Cheers to that. So I wanted to talk about what's going on tonight, guys. We are part of a new program here at Memore PD. Now you might have heard of Memore TV. This is called Memore PD. This is so cool, guys. We are able to be detectives in the American uh, judicial uh, government system, thanks to Memore TV, putting together this incredible program. They're calling it Memore PD. Uh, and we got selected out for the pilot program. So guys, we are officially detectives. We're doing real detective work with real cases here in the city of Atlanta. We're having such a blast so far. We've been doing it for about a week. And they chose us because, of course, we're Memore TV ambassadors. Like we, like we, oh, okay. Yeah. Scared. Thank you. Yeah, so we are <laughs> Mike says, I heard Bucky's car wash managers make 125K a year. That's true. I saw something like that too, and I saw that. Thought, hey, I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong line of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so guys, us being Memore TV ambassadors is not only is not the only reason why we got selected to do the Memore PVD program. But it's because we did something phenomenal last week that put us in this fast track already, let alone hosting Skeleton Realm Live and being a part of the Memore TV experience. Guys, we killed Buzz Lightyear, and that put us on the map, so to speak, with local and international, international law enforcement, um, which showed that we are citizens capable of performing incredible detective work, not, not just a regular beat cop. Guys, we're detectives. So uh, we took, we killed Buzz, and that was a citizen's arrest followed by a citizen's execution, which is was fully legal. And we have some reasons why we want to explain why we did that and why that's exciting for us, and basically why we were selected out. And we didn't have to spend. They usually have to spend like a whole year as a regular cop before you get to be a detective. Right. So we got to skip the line, skip school, as kind of like bad boys in a good world, kind of. And now we're in a good world, so we're good yeah. boys. You know what I mean? He puts it so well and he's so smart when he talks that way. So guys, Buzz was going to die anyway and, and and live in the way he did. Buzz was an angry man. He was always pissed. He was driving his fists through holes in our wall. And he was uh, making a mess. And frankly, he got in a very close, sticky situation that was with when a couple he was, of different people. Th that was so when he could have died already. Yeah, that was when he was living with us that was when he That's was right. our roommate so imagine this motherfucker out on the streets That's imagine right. this guy with no uh no room to punch and he was out there all hours of the night too all night he was on amphetamines and this that and the other up all night um you know just a danger to the community Playing Some, games, a, 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 a villain yeah. to the community who was once a hero has become the villain um and just sad to see real yeah, sad he, to see and, and seeing him you know go like he did was not I don't get any pleasure out of taking him out of the community. I, mean, I am glad that he's gone off the streets. But what what we had to do, what he we did were his forced service. to do. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we put him out of his, his misery. Uh, 
Buzz wasn't Buzz wasn't having fun the way he was living. And the community wasn't either. So Buzz being gone is a chance for celebration. It's a chance for reflection on Buzz's life. And we are happy to see him gone. In addition to that. Uh, so he can't hurt anyone no more. Can't hurt no, no one no more. So, that, and that's kind of the law enforcement yeah. thing. When you put – when you uh, – in the military, they call it threat elimination. And so let's consider that he was not just threatening, he was violent and loud, and he's blasting uh, gun sounds from his PlayStation in the bedroom next door. And then he's out on the streets, right. and he's got an axe, and he's going nuts. Yeah, he's dead, so now he's okay. He's dead. That's right. And I just want to say I pushed back very uh, hard on erecting this uh, tombstone. I did not want his grave to become a place of pilgrimage and reverence. To uh, Toy Story fans. They're already putting pennies on that. Uh, I but, go and piss on it. Afterward. But, yeah, I, we are not finished uh, with our battle to have that removed. And I think it will be removed because I think history will will understand that it's inappropriate. Um, you know, there's a lot of great villains in history who have unmarked graves. Um, and I, I, I would push to exhume Buzz and take him to sea. Yeah. And drop him at sea. Different parts. And head, remove that head goes in the volcano. Or Absolutely. Something. Yeah, we could do, we could do, you know four four corners of the earth. Yeah, something. Uh, so we, so we're not done with that process that b- battle to make sure that his uh, his place of rest is not. Uh, we could do a stake. How, what do you say this next time we get a batch of closed cases? You and I do a stakeout on his tombstone. We go down the graveyard oh! and we just watch and see what motherfucker puts a little penny, a little uh, and snipers. Yeah, I get a bird's crow's nest up. Red dot sight. Absolutely trained. Night vision goggles to match. <laughs> God, they'll be fucked. All right. So, guys, it's not just us. I want to get into something really cool here. It's really exciting for us, guys. It's not just us here tonight doing what we do. We were we were immediately fast-tracked to be Memore PD detectives, which is super exciting to us. But another member of this, the Skeleton, I will say the Skeleton Realm family, but the Memore TV family was also picked out randomly to become a classic beat cop who's working at our Skeleton Realm Live precinct, which is now what we consider this, the precinct. So guys, I want to introduce the cop on the beat, Officer Bean. Woo, Officer let's Bean, hear it. why don't you come on in and sit down with us? Look at him, look at him, wow. You did great work. You nice to be here, thank you. You did great work. I appreciate it. You're doing such great work. Thank you. Big man! <laughs> How's the beat? How's the beat doing? Yeah? Don't Surviving? Hang it in there. All right, good. So, Paul, we wanted to just bring you in and talk to you a little bit. Uh, put you in an interview seat a little bit. I know that you're a little bit shy, but Paul has been a great uh, person to work with here. I wouldn't have chose anybody else to stand by my side, protect me when I'm going on some of my late night walks. He is my also we're acting as my personal bodyguard as well. And uh, we just got to know each other really well and had a fun time hanging out and co-working together has been a blast. And so, Paul, you had a special deal with Memoir TV where they're going to double your points for Do My Task Medieval this weekend, aren't they? If you come in and do this and you win and you solve some of these cases, right? Yeah, yeah. Memoir reached out and they offered the classic double XP weekend deal and I, I had to say yes. You do whatever it takes to be number one. And so they sent me to the academy. They actually sent me to the academy three times. That's why I've got three badges right here. And I'm just I'm just hitting the streets. You and, flunk out and cracking skulls. I, I pass with flying colors. That's, well, you you do don't it. get a badge if you don't pass. No no pass no badge. All right. But it, that's, that's why you got three badges. Yeah. You did it three oh. times. So you did the third grade three times. Yeah. 
right? Enough said. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. We just want to welcome you. Uh... He's a rookie, folks. Now, be careful. He's going to break some of our office equipment. Guys, he is a rookie, so I just want to remind everybody in the show tonight and to you, Detective Wagstaff, when Paul says stuff like that, now I'm seeing three badges. When he says stuff, just be careful because I'm not calling him a liar, but uh, we just need to watch what he says. Uh, he's not the most trustworthy guy we've ever uh, dealt with, uh, but he is great at protecting. He's great at going out and doing what we need him to do. He's putting himself out there he's on the line. He's a musician. He toots a horn That's a lot, right. So that. when we're back at the precinct, uh, he, he, he loves to go out and enjoy and uh, help us out in that way. So. I guess all there is left to do is kind of wait around and uh, wait for the our cases to get up. Should get my document from the printer, please. Oh. Oh God. What's wrong? Good. Yeah, but who the fuck is Melinda Knight fixed calibrating the printer on the weekends anymore? Was I gonna get into that? Is the Yeah, if it's not pumping, it won't pump. So don't pump it hard. I don't know if that's from that. Is that coming from the computers? Uh, or is that when you're here? She's supposed to, Melinda's supposed to calibrate. Yeah, well, Melinda put the sign. Yeah, but it's her fucking job to make sure I can print. How am I supposed to, Jesus Christ. Are you got it? Can you handle that? Yeah, hold on. Just give me a second. Good Lord. If the cartridge is backwards, then I think that's what she meant by pumping too hard. So we can get into this cartridge here. Hold up. I'm going to try again. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to give it up just a go here. Okay, that comes off. All right, if it's not pumping, it won't pump. So if I get... Okay, let's go again. Maybe you have to... Maybe you have yeah, to maybe pump. it's more like when you get it on the side. Can we call Melinda or FaceTime her? Can we FaceTime her? Can we FaceTime her? too old. Let's try one more time. I think I got it now. If it's pumped too hard, if it's not pumping, so it's like if you pump it more, then it won't work. Okay, you pump too hard again. Try again. Okay. We're going to not worry about what We'll revisit that later. All right. So let's not worry about that. All right. Oh, God. So, guys, basically that's what we do here is we just wait uh, for our cases to come in. Sometimes they get printed. Other times we get them on the phone. Uh but yeah, we're just gonna make sure we can. Uh... Let's show off. Uh... Oops. You want to show off his body? Show off Paul's body cam. Oh, that's right. We gotta talk about guy. Okay, sorry, I didn't get into that. So guys, I want to talk about something cool that Paul. Not just a pilot. Uh, oh, we got a super chat that says I like Paul's personal piece. Okay, that's cool. Now, I try to test him a little bit. So what did I do? Chat, what did I do just there? What did I do just there? So I might say, Paul, hey, Paul. What if I was going to come on the street and say, hey, and, hey, Officer Beanie, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Officer Beanie. <laughs> Officer Beanie, how you doing? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a lawful citizen of the community. I'm a lawful citizen. <laughs> I'm a lawful citizen of the community, and just to show my support to the police of the community, the officers out here on the beat, I want to give you a hundred bucks to say, hey, thank you so much as a donation. I already paid my taxes, but I wanted to give a hundred more. What would you do? 
Yeah, thank you. It's a lot of hard work. I appreciate it. So two things wrong with that. Chat, what were the two things wrong with that? Number one, he accepted a bribe. Now, that was clearly a bribe. Nobody's going to give you $100. It's Listen, not a buddy. tip, you fucking waitress. <laughs> Listen. Listen, bud, nobody's going to give you $100, especially a lawful citizen. Now, first things first. Somebody saying that they're lawful, that usually, what that mean? They're usually not. Yeah. Because a lawful citizen don't need to say it, do we? Yeah. So that's your first clue. Second of all, somebody pay their tax in full. They're probably not going to give 100 bucks to an officer just to give them, just for being nice. People are nice in the community. Yeah, we love our community. But they're not that nice. Come on. Yeah. I understand that. So it's a bribe. Shush. So it's a bribe. Okay, that's one issue. Second issue, you took that hand off the firearm. And I got a real itchy trigger finger. And you're lucky that's a demonstration. Okay? So he does have a lot to learn. He's got a lot more to learn, so we'll... But anyway, so guys, I want... I was getting into... Sorry, I got sidetracked. It's I just like want, a guy who uh, had to go I to police academy three times. Well, I see, a lesson. Like, I see a lesson. I see a lesson to teach, and so sometimes I get into it. But guys, okay. Uh, so, Mr. Beanie here is not only one of our first officers here at the Memoir TV pilot program, he's also a pilot guinea pig, so to speak, for some new technology that Memoir PD is testing out along with Memoir TV. Now, we've heard of an officer body cam, which Paul is equipped with, a body cam that looks outward so that we can review the case file. Uh, the court will see, you know, exactly what went on between the perp and the, and the beat cop. Uh, but the other thing that we don't usually get to see, and this is important, is an internal body cam. So Paul has swallowed an internal body cam that's going to show the inside of his body. And it's also going to offer us a look at some of the data and forensics that's going on inside the officer. So that's important, and that's public needs to know. So this is open source. So we're getting an image right now oh, yeah. at Paul's pipes. So we call it Paul's pipes, his internal pipes. We've got a camera going down in there that's going to see every nook and cranny. And so, Paul, how does it feel? How, how, did, how was that process like getting that camera installed? The process was very painful, very invasive, but no one said being number one was easy. Did they yeah. clean that, that? I those are clean pipes. Those they're are showroom clean. You you do show you showed up clean or they clean them no, for they're you? They're showroom clean. They're showroom clean. Yeah. Can we get his mic up a little bit? Let's do it. It's low. Let's get him up. Paul, let's just say one two three for me. One two three, check. There you go. All right. Now we're pranking. Now we're pumping. Woo! But that's incredible stuff. So Paul. that's really cool. We'll check in on that later. Let's see what your pipes are up to. I love having that data on Paul, and I actually have that email to my personal email, so I can just kind of see. I can check in on him and see what's going on with him. With him. <laughs> with him. Oh, oh shit. shit! Oh grab shit! It, grab it. Yeah. All right, guys. Cases right. are coming. I told you that might happen. Yep. 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 Okay. Six yep. foot nine. Right, deploy SRT. Four man breach team. Yeah. I need a full stack. Six foot now. We got. Yeah. Okay. Five fifty. Two eighty. Yeah, you can, okay. That means he's decomposing. That's what that means. Uh, Decom two hundred. Yeah. Two fifty. Six foot two. How many friendlies? How many friendlies? Four foot one. Eight hundred pounds. That means. That White means build, it. skinny build, fat build. It's John Doe. It's Super Mario name. Brothers, sixty-four. Okay. Yeah. That means. I remember that name. one. Yeah. Okay. Deploy SWAT. Deploy TRT. And it was fully swallowed. Deploy fully HPV. That was fully swallowed. Fuck. We lost him. We lost him. We lost him. Fuck. Yep! 
Yep! No! Do I have to? Good lord. Oh boy. Uh Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yep. Okay. Checking. Toenails and fingernails. Status report. He's a player. Toenails. XJ27B. Okay. Bloater means he's, he's in right. water. Okay. All right. Bye. Good grief. Yeah. All right. Have to do it. Amphibious that, assault. All right. That was probably one of the craziest blasts. Now, hush. That was a big blast. So, guys. We love the job. Sometimes it gets a little bit boring, so we get excited when some of these calls come in because we get so excited to pump. Let's go, guys. We got our cases in tonight. Everybody, get a hand. Let's go. Yeah. Shit. Clap in the chat. Yeah. When we get our cases in, we get some fur and when we get our case of ass, we get some very excited. When we get our case of ass, we get some very excited. Then we get a chicken and we get some very excited. When we get our case of ass, we get some very excited. Yeah. That was a great session, guys. <laughs> all right, so let's do our So should we jobs. run through? Yeah. yeah, all right, so. You go first. Guys, we're going to have to bear with us. I know we wanted to give you all a show tonight, but let us run through some of our cases for you guys. This is where the magic happens, I yeah. guess. You on it? You up? So I'll talk about mine first, if you, if, if that's cool. Yeah, you, uh, be all means. So I got a really good one just now, and that's going to be my lead case for tonight. Uh, soda pot was stolen from the vending machine on Torn Avenue. Uh, so a user of the machine essentially received two sodas, but only paid for one, and that is considered a, a soda theft. Uh, so soda theft is... Any suspects or what? Well, I'll get to that. I just want to talk to the chat a little bit about soda theft. Now, soda theft is something that we consider to be separate from, you know, the larceny, grand larceny. Uh, you have theft by... You have theft by taking, uh, and you have theft by stealing. Uh, so there's different categories there of theft, and so soda, soda thief... Uh, 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 <laughs> so, 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 so soda, this is soda theft, is essentially all I'm trying to say. So we did get some great uh, DNA evidence, uh, we think, uh, that we got on that. So it's looking good, but so, we need to get the, the details and the data and, and slow and steady wins the race. They, stole the, they stole the soda. They got two Dr. Pepper uh, zeros. Oh. Yeah. So you up the river in a shit paddle creek, no? You I'm got screwed. any suspects? Uh, no, none right now. All right. Yeah. So, Sam, how about you? What's your, what's your case? Oh, uh, well, you know, it's the day after Halloween. The day after Halloween, there's always a whole lot of ruckus. Um, but this is a little unusual. And just like Halloween, it's a bit spooky. So, I got last night's DIs. As usual, you know, after Halloween, we got a few DIs. Dead individuals for the, the viewer back home. But... These were, what are these, uh, Bibby's, uh, we got, uh, excuse me, uh, it's bullet hole and body involved expirees, so there's six, that, the, basically what this means is, uh, six bullet hole involved, uh, individual dead, alright, last night, okay, sounds pretty standard, right, Doug? For Halloween, for Halloween, anything go, any, everything's standard, yeah, absolutely. Wrong. Okay. 
This is a serial killer, and I can fucking tell. This is this is. This oh, is a, I, okay. This is I, all the markings of a uh, serial killer style that was probably going to become a big legend, that kind of thing. So I'm going to wow. be uh, looking out for this legendary killer, likely all linked. Uh, they're all, I'm sure they're all linked. Did so. you talk to Lorm County? N uh, not yet. Because they had somebody that they were thinking was a uh, candidate for that. Uh, Touche says, is it a more serious crime to commit soda theft of Coca-Cola in Atlanta? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. It's a zone. It's zoned for that. So just like they have zones where, you know, if you're doing something, if you're speeding in a school zone, yeah, you're getting, you're getting zapped with a bigger. So, yeah, Atlanta is a zone for that. Bowen Gardner says, an investigation in public safety. Keep those streets safe, boy. Thank you, Bowen. We appreciate that. Your support. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, this is going to be big, and uh, maybe I'll uh, you know get some press on this, and uh, you know. Okay, so Paul, what's your case? You got a case too, huh? Yeah, my first case is a wire fraud for over one hundred billion dollars. <gasps> now this is different than what right. I what I thought would be what a normal case for a beat cop would be, because I would usually, I would be chasing guys on the street, I'd be deploying my taser, I'll be de deploying force on a physical body, but I'm chasing a man or woman on paper. And it's unlike anything oh, I've boy. ever experienced before. I've had to enroll in criminal justice. I've enrolled in DuVry University, criminal justice program, forensic accounting, the works, IT. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this person, this, this hardcore individual, they're Decent. sick. I love it, man. Good I love your enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah uh, That'll go. Have in. you seen uh, Catch Me If You Can? Leonardo DiCaprio? Hey, that's required viewing. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't do it like that. It does stretch. <laughs> I think this fucker has to go back to police academy, huh? Yeah, I would go. So, my advice is funny. I, did you see what I hear what I said to him? He told me about his case, and I said. I said, okay, uh, might want to go watch uh, uh, um, Catch Me If You Can by Leo, with Leo, by Leo DiCaprio. He said, he said, it's funny, he looked at me first. He looked at me and went, kind of with a smile, and he went, brother, that's required viewing. Bullshit, by the way. We're <laughs> just harassing you, dude. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. We love putting that balls. one on. I just watched that one. Yeah? I just watched that one. Yeah. Fresh on the mind. Yeah. All right. Oh. So, guys, uh. we wanted to get into something that was kind of uh, sentimental and remarkable. Well, we've been doing this for about a week, so we haven't been doing it super long. And some of the seasoned guys that we talked to, they got a lot of more of these, but we've collected ours even in this short time. And I thought I'd name it something kind of fun and clever and just kind of kind of a poetic way I do poetry and I wanted to name this a poetic thing and what I wanted to name it was uh, I got a crook it I got a crook back home just to say I got my favorite crook back home I got a crook that I maybe it's a perp or a crook that I locked up a hundred thousand times keeps going back at it and almost like a camaraderie he's got nothing against me I got nothing against him but I go hey there he is again and we got we get to know each other and you know, feel for him, man. He's tough out there, and I understand that, but I'm doing my job, and it's almost like I'm doing my job, he's doing his. You know what I mean? So It's a relationship. You build up, absolutely. you get to know these people, and yeah, you don't, get to, you don't get to love them, but 
Good lord, do you get to know him? In Good hate, lord. You know, the burning, it's burning passion either way. Love or hate, it burns. It burns. So, Sam, I thought I'd start it off with you and say, who's your favorite crook for the past week that you've arrested? Uh, Ray Spunce, Tate Mail. Oh, yeah. Spunce is so a great th guy. So, this guy, th the fun thing about him is he can't resist the publicity. He's a model. He's a photographer, criminal model. He robs every single photo shoot he goes to, and he ends up in jail and you can see him here these are his, his perp walk photos because he pleaded not guilty but this guy you can lock him up a thousand times but he gives you a different look every time it's a beautiful thing he's a talented guy he's a great guy now wait a second before we go to that next one i want to ask you something how's your battery level on here oh yeah me your levels are not good brother i'm, I'm just concerned about you and just checking in on you making sure that we check in with each other when yeah. we are concerned with each other checking that level just sounds check. low chat if I could get a if I could get a hundred dollar super chat, that would let me know if his Check. mic level is good or not. Check. Hold on, you be quiet. Check. Yeah, maxing. Okay, fine. Sorry. Hey, listen, guys, we had to check in. You know, typically in a situation like that, when I see uh, a coworker, an officer, having a hard time, we have to make sure that we're checking in. That's that's it. That's all I'm doing. Thank you. Yeah. That's we got each other's back. So I want to talk about somebody who's got real, 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 real. Uh, reels close. I've got real close with just my favorite cook over the week has been Gorn, and Gorn has been in and out every day, multiple times a day. Even some of Gorn's stats are jaw dropping. I was on the Reddit for detectives. It's Reddit. Reddit are detective. That's where a lot of detectives go. Uh, you have to be. A, you have to show them that you're a detective. It's for. It's a secret Reddit for detectives. But I was sharing uh, uh, some of Gorn's stats there. Front page of that subreddit. I got 50 up votes for that and because it was so crazy how much Gorn, his stats, and I wanted to share them with you. I caught Gorn this week on Grand Larceny 587 times. 587! No, that's not a verbal typo. No, that's not a verbal typo. I had to tell, I told Jason about that. I, I told him that number. He said, what do you do? He went verbal typo, right? That's what it Right? <laughs> I said 587 on a grand larceny. So, and he's coming out and doing it again. Not just that, guys, but public intoxication, I can't even count. I didn't keep track of that one. Because pretty much every single time I also get him on public, uh, public intox. Yeah. I, I got to write, you know, I can't ignore it. It's one of those things where after about the 100th time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start quit charging him with that because it's just throwing more at it. And I, I feel for the guy. But he's so intoxicated. I have to throw that on there, and he's disordered. I could get him with a disorderly, too, but I'm not throwing that on. I'm just giving the public intox. He posts bail? Every single time. He's got some sort of wizard that's getting him out with his gold. And they pay it. They pay quick. And this gold is pure gold bars. We, well, the coin. We melt them with the incinerator yep. into a bar, and we sell them on eBay. And it turns out usually that he's like... <laughs> You know, double the amount that it like if the bail was a hundred grand, he'd give two hundred thousand dollars. Hey, hard to argue court, with that. So. I'm sure the court clerks like that one pocket. And not coins. so not just that, but these ten thousand noise complaints from Gorn too. God dang! That's a so, noisy individual. He's probably made about just the most money that we come into the precinct here in about a hundred damn years. Because he's bailing every time, so we don't yeah we don't mind Gorn coming in and out. I, I was thinking, I was joking with Jason, too, the other day. I was like, hey, instead of calling it Atlanta Precinct, <laughs> I said, instead of calling it the Atlanta Precinct, let's call it Gorn's Daycare. <laughs> what right? Did, what did he say? He said, hush. <laughs> he said, you're too much. 
I kind of get funny around here, guys. I kind of joke. You, you, you make this job bearable. There you go. <laughs> when I start doing my bunny rabbit, it pisses him off. Put one in the jar. Oh, I know. I don't think you saw me that. That's our, uh, I don't know if the viewer knows it. It's our uh, neg discharge, negligent, negligent discharge. Jar, yeah. discharge. Yeah. So. Call the discharge. The discharge. So, that's... so, Paul, burning question here. Oh, yeah. Who is your perp, your crook that you really got to know that you love? You got a sweet one? Well, I wouldn't say love, but my perp back home is the infamous terrorist Osama bin Laden. Oh. You. Hold up. You put him away? You were part of the team that took out Osama bin Laden. I can neither confirm nor deny that, and quite frankly, well, we've, we've discussed this before the show, and I told you I didn't want to talk about it. So if we can just move on. That's I'd, news to me. I'd appreciate it. Can you? Was he nice? Can you just tell me was he nice or what I was he like? Confirm or deny that. I'm what sorry. What was he like? Paul, listen. Hey, don't grill him. Don't grill my man. Here. All right. Hey, I'm a detective. Paul, I know we get into it. I know we get into it. But I just want to thank you for that. So we won't grill him too much on that. Man, that's cool, dude. Man, <laughs> I gotta talk to you after work about that. All right. When the cameras are off, we'll talk about that. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Paul, you got something to do, or uh, do we got something to do for him? Oh, shit. Hold up. Let me just fix my gourd. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, okay, so, Paul, on that note. Yes, sir. I'd like you to go out. This is what we do, guys. A little window into what we do here. It's kind of cool, like an educational show, showing you guys how we run the precinct here and what we do. Paul, what we'd like you to do is go out for us on a stakeout, classic stakeout. Uh, we'd love for you to go to the soda machine in that vicinity, uh, do a full stakeout, film what you see, uh, take your binoculars with you, and just keep your eyes and ears peeled, and I want you to come back and tell us if you see anything interesting. And... Uh, uh, you can go ahead and head out now. You got a pen? Take don't don't forget the pen. That's take, important. Take notes. I need hours on every fucking to and from. Don't fuck up Doug's case. Understood? Jesus. Yes, sir. Thank you. He's a silent type. <laughs> no respect. Think you go to the fucking academy three times. He All right, he's gone. All right, so. Guys, we love Paul. We love hanging out with him, joking around. But sometimes it's nice to get into some of that gossip without him because he's a little bit of a loudmouth. He will go and run and tell gossip, and he will go and tell some of the guys on some of the other uh, squads. Some of the smack talk we talk, and just to be clear in the, to some of the chatters, guys, we don't uh, we don't talk smack talk uh, as like a judgmental or a mean type of thing. We do it for fun and for camaraderie. So sometimes we talk smack on some of the other groups in the in the precinct, and uh, I just this has been burning inside me. And Paul's been sitting here, and I've been ready to say this the whole time because I know that you agree <laughs> since what's happened uh, at the game, especially. <laughs> but uh, 
Yep. Bomb Squad's a bunch of rat fucks. Yeah, you can say that again. Okay, I'm tired of these guys at Bomb Squad. Now, let, it's enough sharing the hallway and sharing some of the evidence rooms in the back. Which is kind of hard with Which, the, by the way, dumb fucking suits they wear. That's stupid ass. Now, by the way, how much evidence you got to store with the Bomb Squad? I get it. Y'all maybe have a bomb every year. And y'all there's a lot of evidence, lots of paperwork. I get that there's more paperwork for a bomb. But we're in and out of the evidence room every day, so they need to understand that when we're in there, that's kind of our space. Yeah. That's kind of more what we do. That's what, what do we they, do. What, what kind of fucking evidence do they even have? It's I don't know. Blown up. Usually it's their fingers and it's blown and up. And you know, they... I just you know, half the time when they're out, it's not even a bomb, dude. No. It's not even a bomb. They're scared that it is a bomb, and half the time, I think that's generous. It's more like 75% of the time it's not a fucking bomb. So what kind of big, strong, you know, uh, uh, fearless guy? They also talk about how fearless they are. It's not even a bomb most of the time. It's like a, it's like a kid's toy that somebody's <laughs> left it, or a bag at the airport. And somebody fucking forgot their book bag when they got on the flight. It's trash half the time, and you it's know, trash. if you don't, and they don't want you to look at the records, but if you do, if you happen to be in a competition with them and you have to want to get even. Look at the success rate, the ratio, the win-loss, when it is a bomb. Like you said, it's mostly, oh, no. most of the time it's not a bomb. When it is a bomb, especially Abe, the, the bomb squad APD, they've blown themselves up every time. They, they, every and we, time, we, we respect up. our fallen heroes, but, you know, to act like it's well, some it's big fault. thing. You go up and you start snipping. Well, that kind of brings you to the, 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 the next one. Though. Yeah, they use robots now anyway. LOL. So I've been putting LOL. You like that? What is, or where, where'd you get that from? Where'd that come from? That's laugh out loud. So, LOL. Yeah, I put LOL, cause to me that's just funny. I mean, I think that's something that some of the guys at Bomb Squad, the BS, we call it, they might laugh at that too. Cause they, I mean, guys, if you're using a robot, why don't we just take Bomb Squad and incorporate them into SWAT, you know? Squat bomb. So you're gonna give a robot uh, to Squat bomb. What's next? They're gonna take robots and put them in the uh, our, job. our jobs? Ah, oh, jeez. What's next? Robots gonna come in? Run it. We already have a robot for running, and we're pumping too hard. Look at that documents coming out. Fuck. I want to give me a chance on this again. Can you do that? That's gonna bust my ass if I can't get that. Uh, if I can't get that going. You pop All right, it. so, yeah. One, two, three, four. If it's not pumping, it won't pump. Don't pump it hard. So I hope I didn't do it too hard. And like I said, I think that's on your end. But give it a shot again. It's not on my end. I was Give it a shot again. I don't ask questions. This is going to work. I can feel it. This is the magic one right here. What well, can you we do? tried. Yeah, what can you do? Oh, shit. So, uh, one of the big things that got me upset about Bomb Squad, really this week, and what I thought it was going to be fun to bring up, was, is that they straight up cheated at the game. So, you can see in that photo, that's the incriminating evidence. Guys, Tell somebody in the chat who knows baseball better than me, which I don't know if there is, if that's possible. But uh, somebody show me in the book of rules, in the rule book of baseball, 
Where it says you can use a bat and a mitt at the same time? Well, they say that's part of their uniform. We can wear our uniform. Right, but I, but it don't matter. It's baseball. So wearing a mitt and a bat, wearing a bat and using a mitt, huh? And the umpire was was bomb squad. It's part of it's like bomb, a bomb catching mitt or something. Look at their look at that outfit. How is that fair? Imagine you know getting tackled on the in the diamond. On one of those suits? It's almost like a bomb squad expertise. Doesn't mm. even translate to baseball. So you know what I mean? Yeah. They think they're so tight. High. They think they're high and mighty and tight. He's gonna mitt to bat my ass. He's gonna mitt to bat my ass. Oh, gosh, I messed it up. Yeah, this is one. This so this one got me too. Jason doesn't combat park. We have a we got a combat park, guys. And I, I actually brought this up with Jason. I said, man, you're not combat parking. If we're in a situation here at the precinct, we need to get out quick. You need to back in so that when we get out, we can get out quick. So we call that combat parking. Jason said, I brought it up with him, and I wanted to save it this conversation here. As I know Paul would, would go and talk, tell him I was talking smack on him. But, uh. And we love Jason, but he said, well, the parking lot that I park in is gravel. And that parking lot don't matter if you combat park or not, because I can pull straight out. There's no, there's no parking gorb, and I'm not at the edge. And I said, dude, it doesn't matter. This is what we do for protocol. There's a, it, just, because, just because following the protocol doesn't have an immediate uh, uh, effect, like it doesn't matter if you combat park, it does because if you're not following protocol in that way, you'll slip up somewhere else. So this isn't an issue of actually getting out in a combat scenario for him. It's more about follow the protocol to combat park, dude. Because it's also like you're not being a team player. Everybody has to do that. And you just don't feel like it. Oh, you just don't want to do it. It's like a way for him to be rebellious. It's almost like a rebellious teenager. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, just combat part. We all do it, and it's not about the, the effectiveness per se. If it's a, if you're in the gravel lot, and by the way, dude, you know what it is? It's because he has to be in the gravel lot. Yeah. We get to be on the we get to be on the paved lot, and that pisses him off. So it's this way of being like salty about being in the gravel lot. And I didn't I didn't put I didn't include this, but that truck is butt ugly. Yeah. <laughs> that is a butt ugly truck. That yep. red don't look good with that one. With the double cab, it doesn't look good. Red, man. I would have gone with the white or silver. You know, I mean, hey, if it was a Chevy, might have done the red. Chevy's got a better red, but, ugh. So, and I knew Paul would say that, that I said his truck was ugly. That'd be the one thing, right? That'd be the one thing that Paul would go and tell him, right? <laughs> He'd say, hey, what, Jason, what he, what do you say? He said, Detective Blanker was telling you, it was telling me that uh, uh, he thought your truck was ugly. And he'd say it like a joke, and Jason would <laughs> laugh, but then, you know, we'd have problems. And I don't want to get into it with Jason. Like I said, I respect Jason. But I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, I mean, the, the thing about the Bomb Squad, and I'll, I'll leave it at this. We can move on, Doug. We can move on from the Bomb Squad. The yeah. Red Fox, as we call them, which is they should be their uh, sports team. They shouldn't be police because they're dealing with trash. People discard the bomb like a piece of shit, piece of trash, 
and then they have to come uh, kind of polish a turd. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got to turn a bomb into something that someone cares about, which means it either explodes or it's a piece of shit. And so uh, I don't think that's real police work. No. I don't think we even should have to play baseball with them because they uh, pick up trash that might explode or might not and often does because they sniff the wire or whatever the fuck they do. So we right. we are incredibly uh, oh, we outrank them. That's it. Hundred percent. I mean, if you're gonna include bomb squad as a police, you might as well include anybody that cleans a toilet as police. Yeah. Because if a bomb squad, you like you said, you just clean up shit. That somebody left like trash. Well, hell, every janitor in uh, every janitor in Atlanta's in the APD. Yeah, and they probably hold up better at baseball, right. brother, than. <laughs> You know who? Ah, God, my liver. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I wanted to talk to you about something. When Paul told me about his three badges, it kind of got me thinking about the number of badges I had, which is one. And then it got me thinking about the number of badges that you have, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, but two. Two. You've got two, and I've got one. Paul's got three. So let's let's see. What does that mean about our rank? Because I think we've been trying to figure out who ranks about who's in charge here. Yeah, who who's who is in charge? I wanted to I wanted to say, and I know me more PD doesn't want to let us know that because it's going to throw us off or something. I don't know. They give me the same line every time, and it's confusing. But um, Paul's obviously at the bottom, right? We're yeah. going to agree on that. So of he course. has the Benny has the most badges. Well, so that would put put you above Paul because you have a lit, lit, uh, less. And that would put me on the top because I have one. So nah. number one would have one badge. The number two would have two, and number three would have three. These aren't certifications, right? no. Right, said, Chad? Am I right? Let's get booze in the Certi show. Oh, what'd you say? These aren't certifications? These aren't badges aren't certs. Oh, you want to go to the cert? Okay. You, you want to take it to the cert? I didn't want to do go to you the want cert. To cert off? Let's cert off. All right. You want to see who's got a better cert? Yeah. You be careful what you wish for, huh? what you fucking wish for because I got certs all day long I got more certs than you can handle little boy that's cute that you think you're in charge but you got your poop in your pants cert huh let's start off fart sir all right first up I'll go first how right, about you, this? I'll let you go first go ahead what you got I'm a gunman gun uh I got this. Uh, yeah, okay. Gunmanship cert. This is my trophy. This is my cert. When I go outside, I'm strong with this. This makes me strong. And it, uh, it's like, show, what's, what's your, what's your, what's your gun look like? Show your gun. That's bullshit. How many, uh, how many rounds that, that hold? Hundreds. Hundreds. Six. I need six. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. And I... Now, I, I've heard that things about the gunmanship, sir. I skipped this one because I didn't think I needed this one. This, is, this isn't about oh, this okay. isn't about gunmanship. It's like sportsmanship with a gun. It's like this was back from... Now, he won't tell you this, folks. I'm going to have to be the one How that many? explains this, sir, because he's embarrassed to say it. He's bringing it up like y'all don't know, and he doesn't think I know. But what this is, guys, is this is gunmanship, sir. This is a holdover from the 18th century. Bullshit. This is about dueling. This is about etiquette with gloves and all these weird things about dueling. You know, back when they used to duel each other, to, you know, in a dueling court, even with a sword. And this is in that time when they would stand and duel. 
You don't need that anymore, especially not as a detective. Now, this is just a joke. I think this is funny that you thought that, that would... And you went through the class, so you knew how useless that was. Uh, how, how many... <laughs> he thinks a gunmanship search matters. How many shootings have you gotten in on, on this week alone? Oh, I don't... Oh, about a thousand? Bullshit. I've seen your record. Fucking goose egg, this guy. Goose egg. I'm talking fatality, oh, not well. just firing off your weapon. Okay, well, none. Okay, well then, uh, match my cert. If it's mine's old timey, what do you got? Okay, well, I got the sniper cert. Oh, shit. So if you need a trained sniper, I'm here. And one of the really cool things I thought was awesome about this cert was they let us play Halo 3 shotty snipes at the end of the class. So they took us to the range, we shot 50 cows, it was awesome. And we shot some other sniper rifles, like some old uh, antique ones. The guy that ran the course was about 90 years old. Uh, he was old. He could. He. I think he, he's hard to hard at hearing and hard at seeing. And so it was tough to deal with him. And I didn't understand a whole lot. But I loved his lesson on the old. He had an old like musket, which was really cool. And then afterwards, me and the guys went in. There's a lot of uh, like younger guys. And uh, we had a, they had all catering and they had pop, they had bowls of popcorn, which was awesome as Borbingos. And so we got to do a, a Halo 3 at a, like a land style and see who the best sniper was after the whole demonstration. And uh, I'll give you a hint at who won. What did he say? He's hosting, the, he's hosting Stealth Run Live, episode 80 tonight, and his name is Detective Blackner. So yeah, I won the shoddy snipes. I had a triple kill to bring it in and I won by a mile. These guys didn't know what was coming, so. I got the sniper cert. I do respect that. Uh, better in your hands than someone who's not my partner. I I, I do respect that. Um, but may, what's uh, for the viewer? You know, for the person who's not police, could you tell uh, what shoddy snipes? Can you break that down for? Shoddy snipes is a gameplay mode in Halo Three where you are equipped with a shotgun and a sniper rifle at the beginning of the game match, and throughout the game, that's all you've got on the map. And uh, what's great about a shotty snipe is up close and far away. So uh, up close quarters combat and across the map combat. And so if you excel in both of those, which are totally different things, then you are, you will excel in the game. And I excel at both close quarters shotgun combat. Uh, we do a shotgun and then we do a beatdown and we drop them, teabag to match and across the map. Every single snipe was a headshot. Sweezy says, if your Range Master ain't 90 years old, that ain't no Range Master. Yeah, so we'd like to talk about experience on the range. Absolutely. Okay, well. So what uh, you got? Give me some other ones. Okay. That's not your only cert, is it? So while you're out there in the widow's nest, uh, the crow's uh, caboose or whatever, shooting people from miles away like a coward, I'm up close and personal, Doug. I got a stealth operator, sir. That's a, it's a RPV, by the way. I'll explain what that is in a minute. All right. So you know, uh, there's a lot of people snooping around. Uh, oh a, yeah. We got a lot of in this line of work is a lot of uh, perverts. Brother, you're talking to the guy that arrested Gorn ten thousand times this week. You know what I'm talking. Hey, about. He was he was snooping a lot. Yeah, a lot of those were voyeurisms. This is music to your ears. Oh yeah. I need to do this one actually. You should. This is it's good. It's it's not too hard. It takes about. Uh, three hours or so. Alright, it's RPV. It's reverse uh, per, uh, reverse perverted voyeurism. Okay? Oh. So, they are sneaking up and looking through the window and watching uh, you know, uh, uh, someone putting on their robe. Probably. So, reverse perverted voyeurism would be like 
you're voyeuring somebody and snooping on them, almost like what Paul's doing right now on a stakeout. But it, since it's not voyeur pervertedism, like a man classic on a trench coat on a tree branch with binoculars, it's a reverse perverted voyeurism, uh, which means you are uh, stealth operating. Whoa! I'm preventing perversion. Right, I might have to give it to you for this one. Thanks, yeah. Damn, that's a cool cert. It's good. I got to be quick on my feet and quiet on them as well. So match. Goatbender says, my physical therapist used uh, the pulse setting during the electrical muscle stimulation. It wasn't, as, it wasn't as gentle and calming as the steady setting, and I started to feel a little bit pain on my lumbar vertebrae. That's tough. That's right. tough, goat. That's tough, goat. Yeah. Let's yeah. give a sympathetic round of applause. For yeah, that's tough. Get clapping the chat. That's tough, goat. Yeah, I'm sorry, goat. All right. So how so, you gonna top that one? Guys, get ready. Tornado preparedness. Now I got this one way before everybody else, and now I got a little birdie told me you're gonna be required to get this one. That me? Because we need to be prepared and chat. I would recommend this even if you're not in law enforcement to go do a tor tornado preparedness. That involves getting in a down in the position when a tornado comes, sort of like this. So clasping the hands behind the head like this, and being prepared for a tornado. Our building is uh, considered a tornado shelter. It's an official uh, tornado shelter by the city of Atlanta. And so when we do have tornado sirens going off, uh, we advise finding an official tornado shelter in your area. And online, you can go to our website. Uh, Atlanta.city.gov, and you can find a map of the entire city of where those are located. And so our precinct is a tornado safe. Uh, it's been certified. Um, so if, if you can't get to one, uh, what you really would want to do is uh, get into an internal area of the house, away from windows, uh, preferably in a basement or a crawl space maybe even. Uh, and you'd want to, as soon as you hear those sirens, as soon as you hear a, wa a warning, if we hear a watch, a tornado has not touched down. But meteorologists believe that a tornado is possible. It's very possible. If we get, if we get to a tornado I watch, I know, oh, yeah. I, it's hard. Now, I learned this in the cert. If you get to a tornado watch, that means that a tornado has been spotted. And that's important. So, guys. Do you have a mnemonic device that you can help, like, remember this by? These OTS are so big. I think about it like this. A warning... I, a warning's a warning. A warning. A warning's a, 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 a warning's a warning. And watch. When I think watch is when it's <laughs> watch is when it's touched, right? Yeah. So what I think about is if I got caught in a tornado, yeah. and I was wearing my my watch, that watch would probably get pulled off my wrist and go up in the tornado. So that's how I remember it. So uh, I say, oh, the watch would get pulled up. That's. And that's... a warning. Warning. Yeah. I think about warning when I hear that there's a tornado warning. Yeah. Since the tornado has not touched down, I don't know how afraid I should be. So I feel at war with myself and my emotions. I'm at war. I'm, I'm being torn between being extremely afraid and slightly afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid either way. But I'm at war. Am I, should I be extremely afraid or should I be slightly afraid? So that's, what, that's how I remember tornado warning. That's a great, that's a great, uh, so there's a super chat that said, uh, from Colin said, Sam, can you snipe a tornado? And I'm going to say to that, um, fuck you, because uh, I know what you're getting at. I'm not certified for sniping a tornado, so fuck you, uh, I'll sh uh, shoot you. 
But thanks for the super. Careful who you talk to. You don't know some of these individuals. Uh, I take it back. Sound like a tornado. Well, should we agree to disagree? You know what? Let's agree to disagree. And let's just say that Shake together, we are in uh, equal or equal. Uh, we'll, we'll agree on this. Paul's definitely beneath us. Yeah. In the hierarchy. Yeah, that's all. Duh. But we'll agree to be uh, Earth in charge. Ha <laughs> ha! All right, what the hell is going on, man? Uh, so I wanted to talk about something kind of uh, exciting. What's up, man? Uh, in my life. Uh, that I just want to use the opportunity tonight to talk about this because I'm so proud of my baby. You're glowing. My daughter, Abigail, is graduating this year. Congrats to Abigail, number 28. Oh Lady God. Eagles. Let's go, Lady Eagles. <laughs> Abigail has been a star player, and I've been, I've been running the assistant coaching position there. For a while, a number of the different athletics, mostly junior varsity. Uh, so I did the junior varsity uh, assistant coaching when Abigail, when Abby was uh, doing some of the entry level volleyball, JV, uh, JV volleyball. Uh, I was yeah. doing some of the coach, some of the assistant coaching, which mainly was to help prepare uh, some of the uh, equipment, uh, some of the netting, um, you know, rolling out some of the nettings, uh, which was really great and a lot, great chance of bowling my daughter. Uh, but I'm so excited to say that Abby is graduating this year. She's extremely, extremely, extremely talented volleyball player. Straight A student, incredibly, incredibly talented. Uh, I'm just the apple of my eye. So proud of my Abby. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, gotta go. He's, well, he's, let's, uh, what's he's, she, uh, he's what? basically. So I wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, Jacob, who I did include in, in this, Jacob is Abby's boyfriend. He goes to Ridge Wrong High, uh, which is a different high school, and he plays for the Darters, uh, who's got a great football team this year. Uh, they're looking amazing. Jacob's a second-string halfback. Uh, he's a senior, too, and we're thinking he's going to go to Auburn. He hasn't made up his mind yet. Abby's made up her mind, which we'll get into in a little bit, which is a big uh, announcement I wanted to make on the show, but... Uh, I just want to also say Central Atlanta Magnet Academy's football team looking great this year. Uh, some of those high school athletics in the uh, Atlanta area is incredible. Now, I don't want to talk too much big on some of these rival schools, but I consider it the boys' uh, JV and varsity football. Uh, that's almost like a hobby and a pastime of mine. Some of the local high school uh, staff, some of the recruiters at the SEC can talk to you about that, but... Uh, when it comes to volleyball and girls volleyball, uh, I'm all about the Lady Eagles, and I won't even mention some of the competitors, but I will talk about some of the boys. Uh, great varsity teams this year. Regional Prep also got a great team this year, looking great. Uh, man, they did really well. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout-out to First Baptist Academy. Their football team looking incredible. Some of the basketball there, really good athletics in that department, too, uh, for First Baptist. And... Uh, Last but not least, I want to talk about Atlanta Preparatory Day School. So Atlanta Prep, man, some of the players on the, on Prep this year, incredible. Now, I might put them up against the Eagles. I might put them up against the Eagles. I might put them up against the Eagles. But I wouldn't put them up uh, against the Eagles. Uh, 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 I wouldn't put them. I wouldn't put them up against the Eagles because the Eagles might lose. Oops. Okay, so uh, Abby, don't get mad at me for saying that, but. Uh, 
Uh, we support the Eagles, the Lady Eagles as well. She get mad at you ever? Uh, no, she's so sweet. So, but I wanted to kind of segue into that before we get into the next thing. I want to say that uh, University of South Carolina. Talk about some of the SEC schools and some of the teams. University of South Carolina Gamecocks, a football team, looking great this year. Looking great this year, right? Can I uh, go to the, your next? No. Okay. University of Georgia, the Bulldogs are looking really good too, and I hate to say it because we grew, we were, uh, we were Auburn, we were Auburn, we're Alabama traditionally, and uh, and uh, Crimson Tide too. Okay, Crimson Tide, too, you got me. And especially when I, which I'm not going to get into yet. Not going to get into yet. But uh, traditionally, when I was growing up, we were really into Auburn, so we were big Auburn people, and uh, just something that we love, Auburn. Uh, actually, my cousin Austin, he played tight end for Auburn. It was fucking awesome, and it was fucking awesome. So yeah, that was really for us was Auburn. Uh, but I wanted to talk about Ole Miss. I knew that I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Ole Miss this year because their team looks incredible too. Uh, some of the new players that got recruits and some of the old ones as well. Some of those senior players. Incredible team this year, Ole Miss. Uh, of course, we talked about Auburn. And I want to talk about Georgia Tech, too. Being in Atlanta, uh, we wanted to talk about Georgia Tech's team because Georgia Tech is doing incredible this year. Uh, let's go, dogs. Let's go, Tech. I don't have a dog in the race for them. I love the rivalry, though, and I do try to get down to the uh, Tech games when I can. Uh, Ramblin' Wreck, Georgia Tech, and a hell of an engineer. We had some family that went there, too. I had some family that went to uh, Tech. I had some family that went to Georgia. Uh, we had some family at Auburn. We had some family at University of South Carolina, too. So it's kind of tough, you know, but like I said, Auburn, Alabama, you know. But what I wanted to talk about, which is really big, and this is an exclusive for the stream. So we hadn't even told a lot of the extended family, some of the cousins, aunts, and uncles. But go ahead. Oh. Abby's going to Alabama. Oh, my God. Let's so this it. was the first choice for her. This was a dream school. And, guys, that's not just – now, you notice I changed the color of the volleyball. And that's not just for no reason, just to give uh, Abby the Alabama colors there. It's because Abby is going to be playing for the Alabama Athletics Volleyball Team oh on a full-ride scholarship. So, guys, I, get, I bet you wonder, why how the heck did he get the SEC recruiters coming in? Guys, it's because Abby's got a full ride to Alabama. She's going to be playing volleyball, so we're so excited about that. Oh, my God. You deserve it, man. Congrats. I'm so excited how, about Abby. How hard she worked. How hard she worked. I keep a Abby. photo to remember why we do it and why we work so hard. Raising them up right and, and letting them know that whatever they want to do, we'll let them do. But you love to see That's your kin. That's so cool decide to go to that special place that you love and like i said we were all burned growing up we were all burned growing up but guess what we're a crimson tide family now we're a crimson tide family now we're a crimson tide family now so we're so excited about abby congrats abby and i keep one of these to remind me about my favorite sport in my favorite game <laughs> oh man i've I'm so happy. We tell her, tell her I said uh, congrats. I will, and she was, yeah, you know, we'd be great to get, get dinner together again. Like old times, remember? You and me. Yeah. yeah and the girls. Yeah, of course. Well, shit, you remember that? God. Yeah, how's your daughter doing? Remember this? Let's show her. Oh, yeah. This was, uh, this is yeah. oh, Abigail and Gabby. Yeah. Gabby and Gabby, they were, they were inseparable. Gosh. 
Those they love, and that was, you know, and I, and Abby was asking about Gabby. She was saying, "What's Gabby been doing?" You know, and they went, they ended up at different schools, and but she was always asking, saying, you know, how much she remembers those fond memories when we went to Disney. When we went to Disney, yeah. <laughs> when we went to Disney, we went to the Parrot Cafe. Yeah, Remember then when we went to that Parrot Cafe and they were playing with all the ketchup? Yeah. Remember that? We couldn't get them up out from under the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that trip to Disney, man. Yours is still like that. You're still got the, the sweetness in her eye. We called the Al- It's funny. We called the Alabama game when the girls went shopping. It's because of the Crimson Tide. They called it ketchup. They kind of get away from it. That's right. That's why I love it. I, would- I love ketchup so much. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you love ketchup or... Yeah, uh huh, and I like hot sauce to match. So don't even don't even bust my chops too bad. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm happy. So for how's you, Gabby doing? Gabby, well, school-wise, I'll get that out of the way. She's going to Portsonville Community College, so that's. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's okay. What's she going to study over there? Hell if I know. She barely talks to me. So the, the, I mean, the main the main okay. problem here, I think it's all rooted down. You know, you got Abigail. I am. She studies. She works hard. How hard? It's hard to get into the Alabama Crimson College. Oh, it wasn't easy. I mean, um, Abby's grades are, she did all AP and IB and was a superior student with straight A's of 4.0. She did all the athletics. She was also chorus and band. Uh, And she did a lot of community service, which they love now. Uh, SAT, ACT scores were nearly perfect. so, and I mean, you know, she just loves, to, uh, she's just a very good student and a very, uh, a hard worker. Always turning in assignments on time too. So she worked real hard for this. This was really just, uh, you know, it wasn't an accident. <laughs> you know what I mean? She stuck on, you, you, I guess you're a better father than me. She took on the oh, right well. path. Uh, my, she's, she's turned gothic. She's a she's gothic. A, like she's a, a total gothic now. Medieval? No, like uh, the scary, uh, scary spikes and uh, dark eyes, and uh, the you know, evil. But she's turned to gothic, and she's is a couple years ago. Oh gosh! And she's just never been the same. She just doesn't study anymore. I can't get a fucking uh, look. Look at these. This is the the closest I can get a good photo of her. Oh. It's gosh, it's, that's a little that's a little negative and rude. Yeah, she paints her fingernails black. Now it's part of that's being, a little bit negative. Um, it's part of being a gothic, so it's it's not you, good for me. Did you try telling her, listen, if you don't change your ways, you can't you can't live in the house. You're out I completely put this on the street. To her head. Yeah, I tried doing a gun and trying disowning. I as tried well. the gun. You didn't you didn't tell her if you don't stop wearing that, you can't live in the house. You have to live in a gutter. Exactly. She just gosh, that. She's I kicked her out of the house. I threatened her with, uh, you know, just you name it. I threw the kid. And totally kid, cut off. Totally no sink. money. Cut off, right? No money. God. So well, that she, usually works. She's in Porsonville. That uh, usually does it. Yeah. Well, she, yeah. in fact, she's rolling with a bad crew now. Oh. She's, she met up with these guys. They're gothics, too. Did you tell her that she was stupid? Uh, well, at, went on her way out. That was ah, the last thing I said. And that didn't work. That was, that was the last thing you I told said her to her. told her she was a dumbass. I, the last words I said to her was, you are a dumbass for this one, Miss... And it didn't work. God, that one usually works. No. God. All right. Well, I can't help you. I mean, I, like I said, you know, mine's been great. Abby's been great. I don't ha- really have a uh, experience with that. Um, so I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to hear that. And I know, I know that Abby really misses her. And, you know, 
maybe uh, maybe we could try to work them out going shopping or doing a. About, uh, she's all yours. She's all yours. If I, if you take work your magic, have have Abigail call her. But I don't even know if they like each other anymore. You seen them talk to each other? Well, you know, I you know this is what happens when they get older. But we could try to get them to go shopping together. They go to Macy's or one of those. Or, no, she'd have to go to uh, the whatever stores. If no colors allowed, no could, colors allowed. That's what I used to say before she stopped. They could do online shopping together, like with an Amazon. Uh, Share you know, gift basket. Listen, we'll, we'll get Abby to talk to her. Thanks. <clears throat> All right, so Paul's been out for a while. What do you say we check in on him in the stakeout? Can we have a live feed of what stakeout he's doing? Stakeout check in, yeah. Let's see what this mother, this rookie. Or three times what he's doing. Rookie. Can we get that feed up, chat? We're going to show you all a feed of what Paul's doing right now to see how he's doing on the stakeout. Let's see what he's doing. The Dark Lord Gorgon was excited, but not because he had the bright wizard right where he wanted him. It was because he had just received an incredible message from one of his minions. This minion was a powerful servant, and Lord Gorgon considered him his favorite. Lord Gorgon laughed with great delight as he pulled up his recent receipt reports. There, shown on the paper, were the results of a most hard-working minion, his beloved Jarl. Lord Gorgon grabbed his magical balls and began to scream, Pointus Givethus, he shouted before spilling out over one million points to his most beloved minion. Yul, the minion's mobile device, lit up, and he looked down at his surprise. His points were busting at an incredible rate. Just then, a team of goblins emerged from the woods by Jal's home. He was ready to fight them with an ancient sword. All right, he's doing oh, good. Okay, it was that some sort of audio book that he's listening to or something. I don't know what the hell he's up to. All right, let's give this one last shot. What do you say? If you would be, you'd save my ass. Please, get that damn printer working. All right, I'll send one out to you. This if is it good. won't print, pump it twice. If it won't print, pump it nice. If it's not pumping, it won't pump. Don't pump it hard. Not pumping, it won't pump. Don't pump it hard. Pump it good to make it work, but you pumped it too hard, so please try again. Let's try again. Oh, God, this thing won't work. I'm sending you one Let's more. Let's give it one more shot. God damn it. God. This might be... Job for a detective, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We ought to start collecting these, huh? Maybe we ought to start collecting these and say, we, I could put a folder together as for a holiday prank. I know the holidays are coming up, so uh, How about Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. We could put these in a folder and give them, give them to, like, say, Martha and go, hey, I got an important case for you. I put those on her desk and she opened it up and see like 20 of them and she's like, oh, I get it. They want me to fix the printer. Yeah. You know what I mean, chat? Would you guys think that would be funny? Uh, we should, uh, Maybe like not to mark the maybe to like Melanie for Melanie would be better. Yeah, because she's putting in the sign. Right. Why don't we stuff them in the her exhaust pipe or something? You know what we could do actually? We could get one and uh, like towards the end of the day. The dark lord. When oh. Mel oh, Let me turn when that uh, Melanie's uh, get ready the to leave, she'll go out to her car 
and we'll be one of these under the windshield. Yeah, like a parking ticket. Just make sure it's a dry day when it's not raining. Yeah. You know, otherwise paper would get wet if it was raining. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just wait for like a dry day. Heck, we could even do it overnight. I could go to her house while she's sleeping like 2, 3 a.m. We could actually get Paul to do this when he's on the beat. Put one of these in Melanie's uh, mailbox. Now you got my attention. And she go, guys, quit bugging me about that printer. And I say, bugging you about that printer. You're bugging me about that printer. I, it don't work. I'd say we, uh, yeah, we could maybe get them all together if we have a several hundred, which at this rate we are destined for. Put them into the shape of uh, shape of Melanie, the paper shape. Yeah. Uh, make an effigy. Burn it. Burn it. Okay, okay, I just got it. Hold on, let me see, let me check my phone real quick. Let's right? see something. Okay, I just got a text that I do not understand now. I know we're talking about our daughters and some of these texts and some of these lingo. Now, some of the chatters y'all might be kind of young. Uh, we typically, in a scenario where we're receiving a text message uh, from a young person, sometimes it's hard, and they try to train us with this to understand some of what these young uh, texter, texting means. Over there. Because when it's evidence, you kind of need to know, and so we sometimes we'll bring in somebody. But uh, I just got one that, I, that was a perfect example, and we can throw it up. This is, from, this is from Abby. She said, just got home safe. So... Just got home safe. Is home and is safe uh, sort of a uh, like a slang, like a safe, like a safe where you might keep a money or guns or like a just got home or like a home is a is like house. Ooh, they don't capitalize anything anymore, so it's probably an acronym. So yeah, just ignore that. Uh, what I sent, I didn't mean to do that, but uh, what does that mean, chat? What does that mean? I'm having a tough time with it. Yeah, we need some. Let's get some suggestions, please, as well as claps, if you have any left. Doug, uh, that does remind Gosh. me um, of one of the last the last text messages I ever got from Gabby between that we exchanged before she stormed off. Uh, it was, can I show it? You mind? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. All right, so I told her, I said, you can't spit at your grandmother's uh, funeral. And she's, you oh see gosh, this? gosh, no, yeah. It's some Lego man. Is that like a picture of like a Lego? Yeah, it was moving around too as a picture that moves. And it's a Lego, some kind of Lego man. And, uh. Okay, now that one's a mystery to me. So I just told her again. I said, you can't spit at your grandmother's funeral. And she, but she, you know, her. Nothing. Brick Golly. wall. It's like screaming at a brick wall wearing black mascara. Golly! So. Golly! Good luck with yours, but... Yeah, so maybe the chat can help us figure those out. Is that Paul pulling up? Paul's walking down the hall. I hear him coming down the hall right now. His cuffs. He carries cuffs. I can hear him. He can hear Paul jingle jangle a mile away. Paul! Let's surprise him when he gets here. All right. Paul, how you doing? So, out on the beat, we caught a little sneak peek of what you're doing out there. So you're back and you got some evidence to show us, huh? I think I got some good stuff. Thanks for sending me out there. Let's get that music yeah. off. And, uh... <laughs> 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 I 
Good golly. A hundred great British pounds from Monica says, for the love of cod. Any fish fans in here? Yeah, I like, I like bonefish. I like bonefish grill. Yeah, and, uh, that counts. Yeah, that counts. Paul? So, Paul, let's hear what you got. You went into the soda machine. You checked out some of the evidence there. You collected some evidence. Good. I no would you hope. took notes? Took notes. Got a memory problem? Yeah, I took a lot of notes. Uh, I actually got a close-up view of what was going on. Uh, while I was canvassing the area, I found this, this receipt that just has some various scribblings, but it has this very distinct initials on it that say DSB. So yeah. I'd like to put that. Danger. Can we just put shit. that into lab for you? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll put that into evidence. Yeah, DSB. shit. Balls. And then, uh, and then I, I did some. We have a graphic for that, or did you? Were you prepared? You didn't make a graphic for that, Paul. I didn't have graphical analysis. Oh in no, the that's car, just part was... two. Uh, yeah, we got it here. Oh, so you did make graphics. I suppose I did. I apologize. And you and he and so you don't have a graphic for the, the pieces of evidence that you brought. Oh, okay, you did. All right, I'm sorry. Hey, this motherfucker. I can't. I'm just. Hey, he likes. The, it's not his idea of a joke to put them on late like that. Okay, Paul. Yeah, and then following that, I did some uh, bullet hole analysis for the dead body that was just hanging out by the soda machine, and uh, it was from a 357 Magnum, the kind that you you see in chrome-plated revolvers. Uh, Actually, very similar to what Detective Wagstaff is carrying right now, and he's been displaying this entire episode. You, you go back you to school. Say. Go back to school. Forget about this. Whatever. Yeah, and then and then I found, I found this thumb drive, and it just says wire transfers on it, but it is encrypted. So this will have to go to the to the boys in the lab, to uh, decrypt uh, for us to so get. So wire a transfers encrypted. Anything else? You got imagery on that too? I'm not entirely sure. Okay, I think usually when they collect these, they've got imagery on them. Yeah, we have to send those to the lab. But we can process that for sure. We'll but uh, yeah. I wanted to send you out again. I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry to do this to you, dude. But uh, I was thinking about steak out. Let's see, let's see a show of hands. Who likes steak? And who likes steak and shake? One of the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Paul, I think you're about to know what I'm about to ask you, Paul. It's time to eat. Can you go back out and go to the Steak and Shake real quick and run out there and get, grab us a Steak and Shake? Yeah, I'll take care of that and right away. Make sure that you get as much ketchup as you possibly can. I love ketchup. Much ketchup. So get the ketchup package or whatever. You can get it squirted uh, on, on the food as well. Uh, get me a burger, some fries, and get it squirted all over. And get some ketchup uh, packets too. Okay. And, and please, please don't forget that. Please. Because okay. I'm not even going to eat it if there's not ketchup. Ketchup. Free ketchup and... Yeah, just as ketchup. much as you can. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So Crimson go to the Tide. Steak and shake. Crimson Tide. Great. That's right. Let's play the game when he gets back with all that ketchup. I know. You want to? Huh? You want to play the game when he gets back? Crimson yeah. Crimson? Yeah, all right. Watch the game on the computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Illegally downloading SEC content on torrent sites is illegal. Streaming on a site that would... Illegally, uh, illegally showing an SEC tournament game, especially a tournament game, is illegal. <laughs> if you're going to watch the Alabama game, don't download it on a streaming site or torrent it. They can do live torrents now where they torrent it and it's live. So, guys, that's illegal. Don't watch the SEC game on a torrent. Oh, yeah. So how's the chat doing tonight? You guys feeling all right? It's a late one, but that's kind of part of the job is we stay late. Uh, if the case isn't done, and then uh, we're going to be up all night. That's how it works. 
Uh, so we're here to... Where's that? Oh, shit. There's a crook in the pipes! The crook's in the pipes. It's in the pipes! There's a crook in the pipes! There's a perp in the pipes! So big, they gotta make him smaller. He's gone. Is that Paul coming back? Man, he was quick. That's gotta be Paul with the jingle jangle. Woo! He was fast. I heard shooting. And I he's, got back here as fast as I could. Back with the uh, steak and shake. Uh, yeah! Burger and fries. Man, you got the ketchup packets in another bag? Oh, yeah, they uh, they didn't have any ketchup. They didn't have any ketchup at the steak and shake. The fuck? I, I asked. I asked multiple times if they had ketchup. You went to the one in Sandy Springs? That's the one. And no ketchup? No ketchup. Have you ever been to that one with no ketchup? I've never heard. <laughs> they don't run out. Okay, we'll let that go for now. I'm not even going to eat it, though. Uh, thanks for nothing, basically, but we'll move, we'll move on. Talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Golly, leave it up to him to not get the damn ketchup. Wow. Oh, man. So, uh... Man, we just got back from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Golly, what a great place. We go up there every summer. Uh, of course, you know, my wife likes to go up there in the winter, too, now. So we went up there actually twice uh, this year. And it's a great time of year in the fall. I mean, hell, any, any season is great there. Uh, you kind of miss the crowds. kind of miss the crowds when you go up there in the fall. Uh, you know, if you get there in the early fall. Late fall when all the colors are changing on the leaves, everybody's up there. Uh, summer's when everybody's really going to Dolly World and they're doing all that. Uh, really fun. Kids love Ripley's, believe it or not. Uh, you know, we check it out. It's great food. Everybody's having so much fun. All the bikes. You see all the guys on bikes. All the guys on bikes. So we just got back, and uh, I just wanted to share that with you guys and talk What'd about you do? my trip. What'd you do? I had a whole lot of was, fun. Was that Abby with you? Oh yeah, whole family. We, always take, we took Jacob too. Boyfriend came up with it with her too, and that was fun. We usually get a cabin up there to, with a hot tub to match. And uh, yeah, I just want to share some of my photos of the trip. Okay. Uh, so this was really fun. On the strip there, there's a lot of cool attractions and stuff. Like I said, kids love Ripley's. Um, we just do kind of some shopping, hanging out. You know, for us, like a vacation, kind of just relaxing and hanging out. 
You know, I don't need all the rigmarole. I don't need all the craziness. What are those? I let the, we used to let the kids kind of go do that. My wife would kind of more spearhead that. I'd kind of just hang out and just relax. <laughs> but, uh, so for me, this was one of my afternoons. I just was relaxing. Just thought I'd take some photos, just cruising around. Um, the strip was really cool. This year, they've a lot of renovations going on. A lot of renovations. And there's a there's like a hot rod museum too. But so this is one I took to. Yeah, go to the next one. Yeah, so we took some. Uh, saw some really cool stuff there on the strip. And like I said, I was just relaxing and. It's just good to get your mind off you. I love it up there. I love the mountain. I'm a mountain person. My wife loves the beach. I love the mountains. And uh, God, what a blast just hanging out in Gatlinburg and chilling. Enjoying that as well. Uh, but one thing, okay, so this is a highlight. What's that? Have you seen the 2024 Ford Bronco? <gasps> this thing is hot. Now, I saw about a dozen when I was there. These things are nice now. They had a shortage of these uh, microchip shortages because of COVID. They had a microchip shortage, and they didn't ship them out enough, so they were going for about 100, 100 grand someplace. But now, guys, you've got the 2024s. You can get them a little bit more uh, affordable at the Ford dealership, and uh, I saw like 20 of these. Uh, these were cool. Now, I don't know how many of these guys were taking them off-road, but the accessories they had on these with the racks on top, they had extra gas canisters on the sides and all that. And I just thought, man, what, wouldn't it be cool to take one of those off the trail? So I thought maybe you guys might want to get one with me. Uh, because I just bought one. Oh, my God. And it was a hundred grand. Let's so I thought up. if you guys don't want to go get one, we could ride with me. We could. Because some of the off-road OHV up there is pretty cool. And it's nice doable, especially with these. I mean, these things will do anything. Especially the 2024s, the 2023s weren't go as much, but the 2024 gets you through. It's almost like a Jeep. It's almost like a Jeep. These things are just go crazy. That's a good looking wheel. Yeah. Wow. Good job. So I, I want to do announcements. That's a show of announcements tonight, but that wasn't the only thing I did on the trip. I did buy it in Gatlinburg at the Gatlinburg Ford. Uh, I also went to Bonefish, and I want to talk about Bonefish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, we like going to Bonefish here, and as a family, we've been doing that for years. Some of the appetizers they got now are crazy good. Uh, the ahi-ahi comes to mind. Uh, they have a loaded tuna nachos. <laughs> um, and I love, you know, some people say, gosh, if I'm going to the mountains, that's my wife. My wife's always saying this to me, actually. And it's her way of getting at me because we didn't take a beach trip that year. Oh, boy. She goes, how come we're eating seafood? We're in Gatlinburg. We should be getting barbecue or going to Chili's or something or one of these. We, if you want seafood so bad, why don't you go to the beach? I said, honey, Bonefish is a beach, is the beach of the world. That's what they call it. <laughs> so, I just want to talk about that. We had a great experience at the Gatlinburg Bonefish. One of the best I've had. Our waiter was great. Look at those blue uh, hearts in the chat. Yeah, blue hearts. Two blue hearts in the chat. Why don't you tag Bonefish in the comments after the video goes on. After the video goes plus to tag Bonefish with a hashtag Bonefish. So, that was great, but the next day, so the next day, we always try to plan out our days where we're going to eat. The next day, the girls went shopping, so I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. 
and that was right when oh, the Alabama man. game was going on. You got you got to fly solo on that. I did, right when the Alabama game was going on, and right when the Alabama game was going on. So I put on my Alabama hat, and I said, "But I said no more Auburn, Bob, boo Auburn," and I put my <laughs> I put on my Alabama hat and said, "Tonight is all about the Crimson Tide," and they won it. And everybody in, and it was Alabama versus Auburn. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. Everybody in the Wild Wings was Auburn. Everybody wearing Auburn. And I was wearing Alabama hat. So everybody was looking at me like, what's he gonna say? Cause we were getting to the third quarter and it was looking pretty tight. It was a tight uh, game. And so by the end, Alabama scored that uh, touchdown. Devontrius Jackson came in right at the end. And then they did that field goal, and it got it so good. So everybody, all the Auburn players were like, I mean, not excuse me, players, all the Auburn fans were like kind of pissed. I didn't rub it in because I'm nice about it, but I did, you know, I was yelling. I was yelling real loud and screaming. <laughs> so, I'm proud of you. you yeah. I'm, I'm envious. Right well, you there. know why they wanted Auburn at, the, at Gallenberg? Because uh-huh. if Auburn won that, then Tennessee wouldn't have to play Alabama. And so they're Tennessee fans, really? So if, <laughs> so if Auburn won that, Tennessee would have to play them. So everybody's like, damn, if, if Auburn's, if they won the one game, if Auburn, if Auburn beat Alabama, then Tennessee would play Alabama. Tennessee would play Auburn? Tennessee. <laughs> Are you Tennessee or are you Auburn? Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. Yeah. What about you? Roll Tide. All right. Good. So, yeah, I just had a great trip. And uh, are you going back? Oh, heck, we'll probably go back for Christmas. We go up there for every holiday. They put up yeah. the lights. They do light show. Yeah. Now your mic's really off. Yeah. Now you're really jacked up. Now I'm jacked. Now you're really jacked up. Now I'm jacking. Jack? Oh, okay. Who is that? Who is that? What? Just hush. <laughs> Let me do my thing. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a lot of hundreds in the jar. I know. I know. It's going to be a good Christmas. It's going to be a good payout. I... A lot of hams. That's right. Okay, okay, guys. So, uh. You know what I'm in the mood for? I'm, I think I know what you're about to say. <laughs> say it. I know what you're about to say. Tamper time. Evidence play. Let's play with evidence and tamper the hell out of it. Let's do it. Oh, we've got it here. So this is a case, uh, I think this is like 80s or, uh, no, this is a cell phone in there, so this is probably 2000. That's the original iPhone, the first iPhone, right? Yeah. So this is probably, what was this case? Does it have the date? Yeah, 2008. 2008. Yeah, 08. First year of the iPhone. So lots of photos in there. They're old photos, so my thing, my thing is this a case they opened in 08, but this is an old, Yummy. probably yeah, an old that. case. Uh, a couple phones, I got a Blackberry and an original iPhone. This is cool. Now, this is what I've been meaning to get into for a while. Um, typically, they'll put <coughs> paraphernalia or drugs in that. And so I've been wondering if it's drugs, but I can't tell. That's a pinched off dime bag. So I just wanted to open it up and just look at it, maybe just smell it and taste it. A whole mess of stuff in there. Yeah, look at that. So oh, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah.
That is cool. Let's play. So they'll do typically these will be on. Uh, they'll sell those first, get them hooked, and then they'll move on to these. The, the, the these or these. Uh, and then once they're on these, it's over. So you can tell. So whoever this was probably had these. Uh, well, mainly what we'd get them with was mainly these. You don't so want whoever, to touch them with your hands. Oh, whoops. don't. Well, you're oh, wearing gloves. I just can't touch. Oh, them with right, my hands. right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So yeah, you typically. So whoever's uh, somebody's locked up right now for that one, but uh, just typically they'll get them with those. Roll them up. Typically they'll just get them with that. Yeah. Honestly, the pinched yeah. off dime bags often hard enough to uh, toss a guy. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Something fun we like to do to kind of pass the time around here and just tamper a little bit. I got a cold case here. It's look at this. Bunch of bullshit. Oh man, see the, that's the one that gets me when, when you see there's newer stuff in it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it says old stuff. So it's like an old case that they took to the new to the new school. You know I'm what just, I mean? I'm just gonna put this in the uh, uh. trash. Mmm. Uh. Yum. All right, where's that USB that Paul gave us? There okay, let's check it out. So, Paul, you told me that on this USB there's some wire fraud evidence, but there's also, I'm guessing, you didn't, weren't sure, uh, images. Yeah, wire transactions for sure. Yeah. Okay, great. So I think we could take a look at some of these wire transactions for Paul's case, but I think typically when they do these, and you got this from Melinda, right? From the lab? Yeah, she wants Yeah. So typically Melinda will insert the satellite photos in this. Uh, during the entire investigation that you were on, so the preliminaries plus the investigation that you were on. Uh, so this actually probably contains most of the satellite imagery during your stakeout. Yeah, that's great. And everything that you did beyond that up until, uh, what, actually, in, in actually, what do you mean? it'll, so this will record the entire stakeout, where you went, what you did, but it'll also record after the fact. So this is Bluetooth connected. So this will show, in fact, it's still showing where you are, your geo, uh, and it's showing the information from your body cam too, and your internal body cam. So this is tied to you until the case is closed, it's updating. Not just at the crime scene. Now anything you did and everything you did. So let's check it out. Because I, I, I kind of yeah. want to check something real quick. All right. Can we put that into the photo software? Yeah. Once again, we're doing Melanie's job. Yeah, I know, right? Once again. Okay, so let's check it out. All right, computer, can we see the first image and can we enhance that image? So we're going to go to the image data straight up because I'm thinking there's satellite on it. Yep, there it is. All right. What's that? All right, computer, enhance that image. Zoom in. All right, com computer, enhance again, please. All right, computer, enhance again, please. All right, computer, enhance again, please. Uh, all right, bus... Uh, Enhance again towards the left, up left. Perfect. Enhance again towards that intersection right there. All right, that's the steak and shake, isn't it, Paul? Is that your car right there? You see your car in the corner, yes or no? Yeah, what's the big deal with the steak and shake? <laughs> I know. Computer, enhance that image to the inside of the steak and shake, please. All right, let me see this real quick. All right, back, bottom, middle, lower, quadrant, R6. Computer, zoom in. All right, computer, enhance that image in the main focal point. 
Boom. Oh, sh... Now... I didn't know you were going there. Paul, what does that look like to you? I want to get your opinion on that. Be honest. I mean, it's obviously... It's, it's ketchup, but... I mean, how old is that fucking picture? You know how Google Earth, they only update it once every, you know, fiscal quarter. How do you know that that's, uh, that's from, you know, recently? All right, we're going to try something else here. Yeah, you want to go here? I know that you're, something's not adding up. And so all we want to do is be honest. Uh, and like I said earlier in the show, what we did doesn't really define us. What we do moving forward is how we can rectify and, defi and define ourselves. So from, from, from here on out, being honest is probably the best thing to do. So I want to check out that internal body cam real quick. Let's turn it on. Yeah. Can we turn that on? All right. So we have analytics. So Paul, I don't know if you realize this, but we know a lot already. And I actually am just doing this to sort of uh, tell me what I already know. Because I already understand a lot about this, and uh, that's why it's important to be honest when stories don't add up. When the stories don't add up. So, computer, can we scan the contents of Officer Beanie's stomach, please? Scanning the contents of Officer Beanie's stomach. Cheeseburger detected. Fries detected. Milkshake detected. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I just I just had some some nice takeout. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Sounds like maybe something was missing in there, possibly, right? What do you? I don't. What do you? What Computer you scan for condiments. Large amounts of ketchup detected. Oh, so are we getting a little closer to maybe what's the truth? What I had ketchup a while ago. You had ketchup at the Steak and Shake, didn't you? You didn't go somewhere else to get it. Now, it, if it's a little bit of weed, I understand. I had ketchup at Burger King. If you smoked King. a little bit of weed and you can't remember, oh, my judgment's cloudy, that's one thing. But I had ketchup me, yesterday at Burger King. You had ketchup today. And it was at Burger King? Or was it yesterday? It was at yesterday King? at Burger King. Computer, where is the ketchup or originated from? Analyzing ketchup origin. The ketchup originated from steak and shake with 100% certainty. Yeah, now I've been in here, I've been in this business for a while. And Detective Waxstaff has too. And we don't get 100% that often. Let me be honest with you. I'm usually seeing 98, I'm usually seeing 95, 90. I mean, when we, so just to give you a little bit of background on how, how typically we do it, if we're at 75, that's enough for an indictment. That's enough for, uh, you know, a grand jury would look at that and that's enough. So a hundred is kind of unheard of. So if, 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 if you tell me a lie, you know, that's one thing. Now you could say, oh, I went there yesterday and ate at Steak and Shake. Did you go to Steak and Shake yesterday and eat it? I mean. No, I just went to pick up your stuff. That's it. So you didn't eat the ketchup from Steak and Shake during the stakeout when I asked you to go get the ketchup for me. You didn't make it home with the ketchup. No, I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Computer, I did not have steak and shake ketchup. Computer scan for the timing that that ketchup was consumed. The steak and shake ketchup entered Officer Benny's body between 30 and five minutes ago. Yeah, that's it, dude. Admit it. Admit it. Come on, come clean. Let's go. All right, fine, I had the fucking steak and shake ketchup. 
All right? Is that what you want to hear? Back I had it! Back I had it! I had the ketchup! But guess what? I got you, motherfucker, on that encrypted data drive. Is why it transfers from DSP to the University of Alabama for $100 billion. What do you have to say about that? Okay. Ha! Answer me! Hey, can I talk to you for a sec, man? Man to man? Man to man. Listen, you motherfucker. I'm gonna talk to you man to man. I don't usually give respect to people like you. And we have to come to some sort of agreement, because if we don't, our asses are both fucked. You understand that? Look, we're at a classic impasse. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm the first, I'm a cop for the first week of- All right, I'll shut the fuck up. We gotta figure something out, okay? I wired the money, because yes, Abby's grades weren't good enough to get into Alabama. I had to- So I had to give him the money, hush. I had to make a donation. Now, we both have the power to get out of this if we make each other happy in a certain way of things that we need. Because if this gets back, this is a federal shit, man. And Abby's not gonna be able to play volleyball. Well, what's in it for they me? Get, they put her on a walk-on immediately. What's in it for me? I gotta get something out of this. I can't just let this go without walking away with anything. So, me more TV, I thought about this. Me more TV is giving you two X points this weekend. Yeah. And this week, I mean, what do you think about 10X points? Because I can pull some strings. I can talk to some of the Memoir TV guys, and they give you 10X on a DMT medieval app. You're talking about a lot of points. You sure you can pull that off? I can pull it off, but if I get you 10X points, man, we'll send it for me. If I can get those 10X points, I'll drop the $100 billion and those two sodas that were gone. They might as well not even have existed. And that's a promise. This, I swear. So if you drop those two soda charges, I'll drop the ketchup charges against you. But if I drop the ketchup charges against you, what's in it for me, dude? I don't have anything else. You gotta help me out here. Somebody's gotta take the, the crime. Somebody's gotta do the time for the, bezel, for the wire fraud crime. You go to prison? Dude, I'm telling you, I'm giving you 10x points. Yeah, but if, how can I play DMT Medieval if I don't have a fucking phone? Listen, there are ways, man. I'll get you a phone in there. It's not hard to get your phone in there. Okay. I'll get you a phone, and we'll get you the app, and we'll let you have a commissary with receipts that can get passed to you. And that's not a problem, dude. Come on. Let's do it. Can we make a deal? You got yourself a deal. So, guys... Paul had some interesting findings on his case report that had a lot to do with my case. And it had to do with his case too. And Paul, do you have something to tell everybody about maybe something that you were involved with that had to do with the soda case and that had to do with your wire fraud case too? Yep, I did it. I did all of it. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Wait, you guys just, you just closed your cases? Cases are closed with Sam. How about you? What about Sam's case? Oh my God, that's, uh, congrats, guys. Uh, you got the, the 
every case closed. That's uh... yeah. Well, we're not done yet. We got to close yours, man. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still you a found. dead body. So oh. you were saying something interesting about that. Yeah, it's it's that's the gun. That's the gun that did it. Yeah. So Sam, oh. what? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I go back out and look again, or no, no, I'll do you guys one better. It is the gun. Props to you. Um, I killed all those people last night. Uh, I thought if I could do this serial killer, my daughter could impress my daughter. Um, oh gosh! But I just heard a lot of people, and uh, I can't really tie that up. I can't get it pressed. I can't juice this up into a big event. Um, so. Yeah, dude. For that one, I would think like I could help you out, but that's pretty bad. I don't know if even I could do anything about that. Well, it's closed. So at least we closed it, right? I guess. I don't know. Are they closed? I don't know. Do we have to? E do we have to email somebody about this? Maybe if me more TV executive could. I don't know, chat. Could we? Should we send an email to somebody? I'm getting a. Actually, I'm getting a transmission right now oh, from the are? chief. The What's chief. What's going on? The chief's hitting us back. He must have just got the, the word that the, the cases are closed. This is incredible. Oh this my God! The chief's. The chief's. Wow, he must be watching the stream. Chief, are you in the chat? What's going on? What chief? did you say? Hey, Detective Doug, Detective Sam, Chief Judge Judge Faster here on behalf of Memore PD. I just wanted to say congrats on closing all of your cases. Okay, your service to the city. And Memore PD has been exemplary. You should be proud of closing your cases. I also wanted to give you all the opportunity to retire. You see, in the field of police work, closing the case is priority number one. We're not trying to just fill up evidence lockers and put away the crooks. I don't care about crooks, okay? It's all about closing the cases. And now that all of your cases are closed, enjoy your retirement. See ya. Oh my god! <laughs> we're retired now, guys! We are officially retired from the force! Oh. So we're going to be getting a benefit checks, which will be great. Um, gosh, that's cool. So we did, so guys, we came full circle. This is so exciting. We're yeah. so happy that we could share uh, some of this experience with the Memor PD uh, uh, program with you guys. Maybe some of you guys will be getting chosen to do the next one. This was a pilot, uh, but I thought it went super well, and I thought we had such a blast doing that. Um, so, gosh, guys, it feels like a weight off our shoulders. And what better way to celebrate and hang out uh, to go to Painter's Podcast. Guys, if you join the Patreon, you can uh, enjoy an additional hour. We're going to go uh, live after this to talk about our experience on Memore PD as well. And we're going to have Paul Beanie here to uh, share and chat and enjoy as well. So we've had such a great time. And we hope to see you guys all next week for episode 81 of Skelter Up Live. And this was so exciting. And any last words, I'll give the final thought to Sam and Paul. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thanks for having me. Have a great night, everybody. All right, class. We did it!